The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. How you doing? We have a very, very, very busy day today on the Phillips File. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is Jim Phillips, here to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff on the Phillips File today. And we ask you to uh, take part, of course. Many things you can do. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it and quite possibly use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. And what else do we have? Powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in yes, a few minutes, sir. of course. Um, Jack is here, and Pinkman is with us as well. Very busy day today. We're going to move a couple of things around, but just to keep you up to date, of course, the news with Mo. Right after that, Daryl Payne, our good friend from Paw Affection Dog Training, will be coming in, as he does every first Tuesday of the month. And uh, we'll take your questions on the air and questions uh, via Real Mobile. If you have some problems with your canine, Daryl from Paw Affection will be happy to try to help you out let's see uh we have jack's audio file today uh we're going to move that bonus around of closest to the pin we'll move it in there someplace your opportunity to win that you matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of your life we'll we'll fit that in somewhere i promise we've got the regular round of closest to the pin at about 5 20 one of our good friends from uh times gone by michael andrew who is really one of Central Florida's uh, best entertainers. There's no question about that. He's got a great voice. He's just uh, he's a, he's a wonderful guy, and he's going to come in. But he's got a concert. He's got a gig in Orlando on Monday. And, uh, you know, we're going to give you some information about that. But just to catch up with what Michael has been doing, I bet he hasn't aged a bit. <laughs> he's one of those individuals where you go, this is, not, this is God's cruel joke, right? He probably doesn't look any different. I'd probably look a lot different to him, maybe in the uh, what? in the area of about 20 pounds. But be that as a may, he's a terrific guy and a terrific entertainer. And we're going to get some more information about his uh, concert, his show on Monday. I believe down at uh, where? On Bumby? Plaza. Yeah, the Plaza, the Plaza Theater, Theater. On Bumby. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got Fritz on the street today at 6. And uh, some drive home music and PPT and all that good stuff. So let's get a few things out of the way so we remain on schedule as best we can. Of course, we have the SpaceX uh, Falcon Heavy launch. That's now scheduled for 345. The launch window closes at 4. If everything remains on schedule, as I say, we'll switch it over to, uh, to launch control at about 342 and just pick up the chatter from there. 
And you can follow along if, in fact, the launch is at 345. Listen along as they uh, describe the countdown and uh, try to get this uh, this big, big, gigantic rocket uh, off the ground. So that's at about 345, but we'll switch it over if everything remains on schedule. Uh, if they close the launch window or delay it until tomorrow, we'll let you know as best we can as soon as possible. But right now, I believe the launch is set for 345. A couple of other things to notice. I've got this story about the Marlin, but I want to get to this uh, UCF story mm. on the um, fraternity. Where is it? UCF uh, frat house suspended. After mom says pledge forced to chug huge bottle of alcohol. Oh boy, they uh, University still of, do it. They still do it, Jay. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. They still do it. University of Central Florida fraternity has been suspended after a mother complained her son was forced to chug a huge bottle of alcohol during a pledging event. A beta theta pi accused of hazing and providing alcohol to un- underage students in November. The hearing for the organization has been scheduled for February 16th. Spokesman for the National Fraternity didn't return a phone call from the Orlando Sentinel. I'll say it again. <clears throat> My point is, if in this day and age, let's just say in this day and age, nothing existed until this point, and somebody walked into any university president's office or college president's office and said uh, something to the effect, Mr. President, I have this, I have this idea and uh, all I need is your approval. If I get your approval, I think we can go ahead with this. I would like to establish a house either on campus or near campus uh, that would be segre- segregated by sex or race mm-hmm. and uh, where we would be allowed to uh, drink excessive amounts of alcohol and, uh, and, and, and use illegal drugs. Uh, where we, I want this house where we can uh, sexually abuse women and harass them. And I'd just like to add to that, you know, this house is a place where we could, we could humiliate and possibly murder young men during initiation ceremonies. And we'd like to be able to do these things, of course, with little or no oversight from anybody else. And I'd just like to add that we'd be allowed to lie uh, that we will engage voluntarily, I said voluntarily, in charity or civic functions. Uh, all I need is your approval. Get the hell out. Nobody would put their stamp of approval on anything like that in this day and age, do you think? No. Come on now. This is so archaic. I mean, this is, I mean, how many, you're right, Jack. How many times, you know, a bung, are you going to... And, you know, hey, nobody's going to find out here. We're all in this together. We're all this uh, fraternity right on, you know, fist bump, this, that, blood oath. I don't know what the what the hell they do behind closed doors, but you would think that somebody sooner or later like, guess what? Two years, this is over with on this campus, all right? We're not dealing with this kind of crap anymore. we got enough problems finding money from the legislature, you know, to fund academics here. And instead of wasting time with you goofballs, and your silly and your silly nonsense that takes place at uh, fraternity houses. If you want to rent a house someplace and throw a party, that's up to you. But we're not putting our stamp of approval on some kind of so-called Greek organization. You know, say so you can wear a pin and have a toga party when you want one. This is nonsensical. Hey, we just want to be able to buy our friends. What's up, bro? Come on now. You would think after all this nonsense that goes on, and I'm telling you, there's been enough of it at the University of Central Florida, not to mention, you know, Florida State and the University of Florida over the years. As a matter of fact, lately, 
I think the University of Central Florida might have more problems with fraternities and maybe a couple of sororities than any other state university in the system here, the Sunshine State. I would not be surprised. How often does this kind of stuff go on before somebody has the nerve to stand up, whether it's someone in the administration, an incoming president, now that we're searching for one at UCF, or maybe, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 um, you know, the, the organization, if it's a union association of professors, or maybe, maybe even the student senate that say, let's just put an end to this. Is this university going to stop being the second largest university in the United States of America because we've just said no more to the Greek system, all right? We're cutting this out. We're shutting it down. You know, you can do, I guess you can do anything you want off campus, but we're not going to recognize it on campus. As a matter of fact, we've just initiated a new rule. If you're a member of a sorority or a fraternity, you're not allowed on the UCF campus anymore. Oh, that's it? Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. my. That's now, You harsh. can party all you want. You can do whatever you want. You can uh, you can murder as many pledges as you want, but uh, that's, uh, that, that's all on you. We don't have any connection to this crap anymore. Let's just do away with it. Another thing before we break, this uh, saw this in the uh, on one of the websites. Uh, maybe the news junkie covered this. He usually gets a hold of these things mm. before I do, but it's still an amazing story. It says here, no one is calling it a whopper, but the tale of a blue marlin that supposedly capsized a boat off Boynton Beach in South Florida right. has left a few raised eyebrows. Five men, get this now, five men were rescued Saturday morning by a nearby catamaran, and all were unhurt. They told their rescuers their 31-foot pleasure craft sank when the big fish, a marlin, pulled the vessel backward and caused it to take on water before it sank. Really? They're having a very difficult time finding the whereabouts of these five fishermen because they have a few more questions for them. Mm-hmm. It says here, local captains and seasoned seafarers said a marlin, or any other fish for that matter, could not sink a boat. The cause is more likely human error. I know exactly what happened. Well, I say that. Here's what I think happened. These goofballs are out there, right? They hook into a big fish. Maybe a marlin. I don't know. All right. They hook into a big fish. What? Because they don't know what they're doing. You know exactly what happened? What happened? They're, you know what a fighting chair. You know the fighting I chair. Do, the, yeah. They uh-huh. strap you in maybe. Oh, got like the big reel. Uh-huh. They hook something. They hook something really big. So some knuckle brain up on the flying bridge or at the controls jams that mother, that boat into reverse, right? Oh to pick up the slack? Yes. Because the rod oh, is bent so over, it's tight. Yeah. Right? You need some help and, here. And so, we don't know what they're doing. They're running around helter-skelter. Somebody throws it into reverse. Full engine. It goes backwards. backwards and, it goes, and the stern under. goes underwater. Yes, and they're it. underwater. Case closed. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Fireheart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From has got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more up, there's more up, there's more up. What? From around the block to around the block, there's something special for ya. There's more up, there's more up, there's more up. Okay. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. Work your magic finger, Froggy. <laughs> higher, kid, higher, higher. 
Daryl Payne from Paw Affection Dog Training, our guest at four. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim, it is about 25 minutes from now at 345 that the window to launch the SpaceX Falcon Heavy resumes. They stopped it. They had some delays. It was 1.30, then 3 o'clock. Now it is 3.45. The That's the launch time, 3.45? Mm-hmm. Window okay. open. Yep. They're counting down but to 3.45. Win- window's open now, but uh, my right. sources tell me high wind, high winds, Jim. Upper that's, that's wind, the issue right upper, now. upper level, yeah. or or high, high upper level. It sounds more. Yeah, so the guy told him he might be high or high. It sounds a bit little more scientific when oh, you say. Oh, let's hope for a liftoff. Yeah. Uh huh. Even I'm getting excited uh-huh. about this. Oh, yeah. Now, most concerned about sounding more scientific. You, you go, Mo. You yeah. go with that. Uh, two of the three rockets will land back at the Air Force Station. One of them will land on the barge out there. It's we also love you, barge, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, we still so, love you. Yeah, so that, scientific. That's right. You know, that's like the has been, like the uh, afterthought barge. But anyway, that's the deal. Uh, it was ideal at liftoff. Uh, originally, they called it 90% favorable. Now we're going to just have to keep our weather eye and find <laughs> yeah. out what's going uh, Musk is saying, hey, man, 50 50 chance this thing will blow up. up. That's this what thing he said blows this up. Save for, Look it out. blows up and it blows up the launch pad. Mm-hmm. I know. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah but it's a 50, 50% chance 50-50. it'll just blow up. And he's changed it. it. He knows how to promote. He's like just he's generating excitement into what's going on. He's got his car in this thing. He does. He put, he put a I'm Tesla I'm actually on thinking about uh, a Tesla. Really? I know if you put an order in now, you not you wouldn't even, even get, get it until the year after next, maybe. You right. should. Mm-hmm. Put, get the order in now. Yeah, I like the less of my carbon footprint. You mentioned the UCF uh, fraternity. Uh, suspended <laughs> yet again, beta, theta, beta or something. I don't know. Beta, theta, pi. 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 Whatever. Go yeah. up, bro. Yeah. What's uh, up, bros? Uh, hey. They're going to have a hearing Chugger. next week. Hear this. Uh, here, here's, what the, here's what they did. The mother of this frat pledge said, um, you know, they forced my son to be accepted. He had to chug a bottle of something or other. And then she said he got horribly sick. Uh, they have parties till 4 a.m. The mother wrote her son was so sick. Well, amateurs. Um, yeah. Are and, we even surprised by this anymore? Oh, no. Do you think anybody would say, well, I'm not going to the University of Central Florida because they're doing away with the Greek system? Yeah, I do believe that. Maybe in Florida. I don't know about UCF. No, no. They yeah, they want to feel like they're at a real school, so if they don't have Greek, then they'll really not feel like it's important. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This beta th- this, what do you think, th- Pigman? Th- you went there. So did you, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're the uh, best. What? Do you think that what? people would stop going if there was no Greek system? No. I do. It's, what? Really? Mm-hmm. It's too easy access of a school. People won't stop going. Yeah, I, I had zero no contact or connection with it. I accidentally drove down the block where some yeah. of the frat houses were once. Oh, pfft. that's it. That's I think maybe Florida, Florida State has a better connection to the Greek system than UCF. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jim? Year-end number show Orlando International Airport was the busiest airport in the state of Florida. It was another record-setting year for OIA with more than 44.6 million total passengers, an increase of 6.5%. But Miami also gets a prize. Well, it's part of the booby prize, I guess. It is the (laughs) worst, fifth worst in the nation for traffic congestion. Driving in Miami. Air traffic or motor? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm, Driving. Uh, they did a, co- a company that specializes in transportation analytics, ranks Miami behind only Los Angeles for crappy driving. Well, L.A., New York, why. San Francisco, Atlanta are four big cities ahead of Miami is fifth for the worst drivers anywhere. 
Well, my, and it's we crowded why. and it's jammed up and nobody mm-hmm. knows. And when you went down there, you said it was because people come from all over the place. It's an international city. They don't know how to and drive. They don't know how to drive. We have a history and a tradition of driver training in in the United States. And many of these people, fine mm-hmm. people, there's no question fine about people. that. Yeah. But uh, they don't have that history and tradition. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they hit the streets here in the, yeah. in the USA Oh, USA. You know, driving the way that they used to drive in Bolivia. And uh, <laughs> it's hell bent for leather. Well, I learned Get how to drive her. in Miami, and I am a good driver. No, I'm, I'm saying these are people coming from elsewhere. You drive, yes, I know. Take driver ed? I did. Well, they didn't. Oh, whoops. That's why they drive that well, way. stop They're that. out of the damn minds. Mm-hmm. Miami drive. It's like a Cheech and Chong movie. You know, they're driving, you know, they got three wheels and they're driving on a, oh, donut, a donut. A big cloud of uh, ganja smoke coming out the window. Oh, you fake. You said, and they have that yeah. knit cap, you know. Yeah, they're taking out that knit cap to wipe the, you know, the windshield clean. I mean, Miami drivers, Jim said, spent an average of how many hours last year in traffic jam? Oh, uh, total during, during peak congestion year? hours. Uh-huh. Sixty-four hours in traffic jams last year. Uh, that cost drivers more than two thousand dollars each, and the city it cost six billion dollars for direct and indirect costs in Miami. It's terrible to yeah, drive. I saw Look somebody out. was uh, driving the other day, going here, going there, and whatever. Somebody was on a bicycle, and before you ever done that, mm. you know, you see somebody on a bike, and you go here, block here, block here, block there, and before you know it, the person on the bicycle has caught up to you. Not sure. because they're going fast, just because they're you know, constantly they're, moving. Yeah, yeah, and you go, what the heck? Hell? Come on now. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, we told you this yesterday, Nick Foles. He loved his parade. Good for him. Uh, he got an MVP nice Super Bowl parade Thanks at Walt calling. Disney World. Uh, and it was a really big deal. It, they call it the Heroes Parade good on for, Main Street. Yeah, good and for him. he had that yesterday, and he was so, like, over the moon excited. The viewing numbers, though. They close are- the mics off, do you think, Jack, now? Yeah. At, uh- <laughs> Because we've had some experiences mm, where people have yeah. these parades and this oh, is so cheesy, yeah. and their careers stopped. That or they warn them. Yep, they do a better <laughs> job at warning. Hot them. Mike, hot Mike here. Don't say anything. The viewing numbers are down for last the Super Bowl last or since weekend. Since two thousand nine, it's horrible. Average of only one hundred and three million people tuned in. I missed out a good game uh, to see that. Several million more watched it through streaming, though. Uh, what, were but, they, what were they? Oh, I got it. Mm-hmm, okay, yeah. So they, uh, they don't count that. No, it's a seven percent drop from last year. From watching it on real TV, not streaming. Yeah, so we don't right. know whether it's really up or down. They competed their tails off. That was the magic coach Frank Vogel's assessment of Orlando's barely win over the Miami Heat. It was so one one eleven to one oh nine. Uh, there was, you know, it was like neck and neck, back and forth. Now Orlando's won two out of three. Miami's yes. lost six out of Bad. eight. It's a big stink Take job. Take that, Miami. It was a two worst teams, mm. battle for the basement, you know, kind of thing. I like that. That would be a great marketing. Battle you know, for the basement. Get people to come, they need people to fill those seats. The battle for the basement. Oh, who wants to be part of that? People that like Well, basements. you call it the battle of the basement. You <laughs> no. battle to stay out get of the out basement. Get out of the basement. Yeah, right. Is it, it like a finished basement? Yeah, yeah, like a shag, sump pump. That's true. Otherwise, carpet. with yeah. the uh, with the uh, with a wood grain panel, yes. <laughs> always have that. Yeah, I used to sell a uh, crap load of that at Lindsay Lumber in Miami. But there were no basements in Miami, and all the dad stuff that mom they still put want. it on their walls. That's true. Yeah, in their den, their yeah. rec room, mm. or something. The Poor People's Campaign, started by Dr. Martin Luther King fifty years ago, is being rebooted this week in dozens of cities and states, including Florida. Tallahassee activists say. Uh, what used to be a war on poverty now is a war on poor people. 
Leaders of this poor people's campaign say Florida's economy is built on low wages, service sector jobs. They don't pay enough to keep you out of poverty. So they're calling on state lawmakers to approve a higher minimum wage, better health care for the working poor and changes in the state tax system. That's ranked as one of the most regressive tax systems in the country. Ram trucks taking a major hit because of that Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, commercial. Oof. Over during the uh, mm. Super Bowl, they're getting a lot. Of, they're a getting flack. a lot of negative blowback on that, including. Get that. I'm not sure why it was the lead, but it was the lead editorial in the New York Times. Mm. Oops. I don't know why. Wouldn't it? I mean. Well, in the grand scheme of oh. things happening around the world or in the nation, I mean. Lead editorial. Uh, eh. No, the race eh. for governor of Florida eh. is close in the Democratic Party and the Republican side. Everybody, it's neck and neck both sides. A new poll from Mason Dixon gives the Agriculture Secretary Adam Putnam the lead among Republicans, just a tiny bit over Ron DeSantis. So the first guy, Adam Putnam, yeah. has twenty-seven. DeSantis, twenty-three. Kind of a fan of this uh, former mayor of Miami Beach, Levine, Levine, whatever Philip his name Levine, is. Yeah. Name. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> On the Democratic side, former Congresswoman Gwen Graham is 20. This Levine kid is 17%. All right, a long way to go before we uh, vote yeah. on that. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo. The birthday's upcoming. Daryl Pink from Perfection coming in at 4. Michael Andrew will be coming in at about 540. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Daryl Payne from Perfection Dog Training. He's our guest at 4. He comes in every first Tuesday of the month. Michael Andrew, who we haven't seen in a while, is a great uh, songwriter and band leader and singer. And uh, he's been with the file off and on for about 30 years now. He's going to be coming in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to chat with him because he's got a concert in, at uh, the Plaza Theater on Bumby on Monday. He's got a whole bunch of things going on, so we'll talk to Michael. And by the way, the uh, SpaceX Falcon Heavy launch is set for 345. Ten minutes away. In about six minutes or so, we'll switch it over to Mission Control okay. and hear them chatting. And uh, hopefully you can follow along and hopefully for a good launch this afternoon. Let's get back to the news. Here's Mo. Today is February 6th, and it's National Chopsticks Day. But it's also, there's a food day connected, not connected to that, which it would be impossible to eat the next item with chopsticks. It's also National Frozen Yogurt Day. Yeah. So it's National Chopsticks Day, and it's also National Frozen Yogurt uh, Day. You know how to use chopsticks? Yes. I don't. You can't eat frozen yogurt with No, you that. cannot. Uh, well, <laughs> you, you could, could sort of shovel it in, but I don't know. Yeah, fried rice. I'm saying, can I have a fork, please? Oh, you won't even try? It's easier with a fork. Yeah. See, uh, yeah. well, it's, it's easier fried. with a spoon, but you use that? No, use a fork. Mm-hmm. You can eat food with a fork. A spoon is for soup or yeah, ice cream. Right. For well, that would be silly. <laughs> U.S. Senator Marco Rubio is urging four Florida colleges and one high school to terminate their agreements with programs known as Confucius Institute. Marco what? Rubio claims that that Confucius Institute is a propaganda tool of the Chinese government. Uh, he wrote letters to the universities of South Florida in Tampa, North Florida in Jacksonville, West Florida, Pensacola, Miami-Dade Colleges, and Cypress Bay High School, saying that the Confucius Institute uses the teaching of Chinese language and culture as a means of expanding China's political influence. Really? At the Confucius Institute, many men smoke, but Fu Manchu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's still a great line. Uh, yeah, I still yeah, love that line. Yeah. 
Get it? Oh, yes. Many men smoke, but Fu Manchu. More tea, Mr. Carwright. Oh, my mother had a dirty Confucius joke, but I won't tell it to you now. Oh, come on. Don't. Matter of fact, Mo, don't even think about no, it. No, no, no. A bill approved by a state Senate committee in Tallahassee would ban fracking. That's not a dirty word, but it is, it's a dirty thing. It's the process of injecting liquid at high pressure underground for the purpose of extracting oil or gas. But a Miami Democrat points out that Florida already has hurricanes. The last thing it needs is a man-made disaster such as an earthquake caused by fracking. The measure passed unanimously in committee, and there were more than enough votes to get it through the full Senate. But Republicans over in the Florida House are even refusing to hear the bill. They're big proponents, I guess, of fracking in the Florida House. I, I don't know. Seems a little bizarre. Is there to any me. indication that we have a lot of natural Under- gas reserves? In the state of Florida, maybe up in the pan. Might I don't know. Offshore, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't think you frack offshore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you? Acu- no, accused. So. You inject you into do. the no. Accused cop killer Marquise Lloyd Jim is blind in one eye, and he blames the officers who arrested him. An investigation's being done into how long it took him to get medical treatment after his arrest last year for the death of an Orlando police lieutenant, Deborah Clayton, mm-hmm. and uh, also he killed. Uh, supposedly, he killed his pregnant ex-girlfriend. Uh, Sade Dixon. I don't think most people care that he got kicked in the eye socket mm. and lost his eye. Well, that's not However, how we operate, though. I mean, well, really? I'm, I'm just, oh, slow down there, mm-hmm. sailor. No. I'm just saying that most people, I think most people don't care that he was kicked in the head and lost his eyesight. Mm. However, you're right. We shouldn't allow police officers to assault suspects to the point where they lose an eyeball. Lloyd is saying... OPD has to answer for this. He's saying he was kicked in the face and we saw it. And he was tortured then by officers who refused to get him to doctors and get him medical treatment. So Mm. there's that. That's hearsay. Mm. That's what he says, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no question that he lost his eyesight. Right. It wasn't because, you know, we tripped and fell on a fire hydrant. Mm -mm. No. So there's that. I mean, he was surrounded by SWAT team officers, a helicopter up in the air, dogs, the whole damn thing. Yeah. And uh, gets kicked I, to the point where he loses an eye. Remember? Look, he's a bad guy. He's going to go away for the rest of his life, if not uh, sentenced to death. We're going to find him guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, the jury of his peers will find him guilty. And and he's going away. But that doesn't excuse, you know, uh, how he was handled by... I don't think so. How mm-hmm. he was handled by the police. Mm-hmm. And the story that keeps also resurrecting uh, itself is the recently released pictures from inside the Pulse nightclub, the morning of the oh. massacre. Uh, oh, they pictures? actually show the gunman's body in a pile of Who? rubble. Who's doing that? Uh, prosecutors were trying to have the pictures used as evidence in the trial of his widow. She goes on trial next month to face charges of aiding and abetting a terrorist. The judge hasn't ruled yet on whether these pictures can or cannot be used during the trial. Public record, but mm. it's the feds. Mm. In her case, mm-hmm. and I don't know how the rules apply. Mm-mm. No, when it comes to, it's unclear. What are you doing? I just wanted to don't see worry about it. I'm keeping three, my eye on it. Three minutes and forty. Another seconds. minute, we'll switch over to mission control. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Everything's under control. Yeah, uh, they are warning <laughs> Polk County or residents uh, <laughs> over in Lakeland and, and elsewhere in Polk County. You're being warned to watch out for a scam that's already cost some victims up to $15,000. It starts with a phone call. Hello. And they pretend to be with a well-known computer tech company like Microsoft. Yes. 
and then they say you are eligible for a refund. I had this call actually, and I hung up on the guy. Uh, but had to get to get the money, they have to be given access to your computer. Remember, go on your computer and oh, la yeah. la la. Oh, I got to be ready for that one. We'll put them on the air, <laughs> like we did with that other chucklehead, with the IRS uh, guy, Austin yeah. <laughs> Travis Walker. That's it, MD. IRS. Oh right. Yeah, I'm Agent Travis Walker. Uh huh. That's Texas an interesting Ranger. name for somebody who was born in Mumbai. <laughs> All right, it's uh, a couple of minutes away. Hopefully, it's a few minutes away from the launch of the SpaceX. Falcon Heavy uh, craft, the missile. <laughs> the so, they are showing a simulation of Elon Musk's Tesla with a dummy in a spacesuit in the car flying through space. All right, let's switch it over to Mission Control. Let's see, uh, pick up some of the chatter. It's Starbucks at 88.2 degrees. T-minus oh, two minutes, 39 seconds. That's a big mother, that rocket. I'm saying. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I thought that Saturn V was big. I don't know. Saturn V is bigger. By the way, this is still Jim and Jack and Mo and uh, here. And it's not yeah, Mission Control. No, no. We, yeah. You want to sound like Mission Control? <laughs> you sort of do. I think uh, we have uh, full throttle up. We're going for a throttle up, yeah. On X, uh, oh, no. clearance really? on uh, CP3405. Uh, no. uh, uh, what? Over. Roger. Uh, Roger, welcome. Roger, Jim, on my mark, we're at T-minus two minutes and counting in four, three, two, one, All mark. Right. Can you Oof. get uh, back on the, uh, you know, the headset there, uh, there uh, Mr. Complete. Yeah. What's that? Do that know. again? Here we go. Come on. Come Stoosley. on, baby. Let's oh, get this exciting. Stoosley, let us set, is complete. They're actually, you know, putting Space Oddity right now, starting it. Holy smoke. On his radio in his car. We're watching the screen from uh, the Snooze News. It's a great shot. It is. It's from the ground looking up towards the uh, yeah. top of the uh-huh. of the rocket. Really nice. God, look at this. It's alive. Ground gas close as it started. Falcon heavy gas loads are complete. Oh, gas loads are complete. Got that right. Got to have that done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's important. Here we go. In Wendy, fuel bleed complete. It's T minus one fifteen. Oh okay. All right. Thanks, Mo, for stealing my job again. Oh, sorry. I got nothing. Hey, I got nothing. What about complete. the birds? The poor yeah, birds. All right. Quiet, hey. everybody. Let's listen to them. Stage two, present for flight. T minus 30 seconds. seconds. All right, turn your mics off. Launch director on countdown one. SpaceX, Falcon Heavy, go for launch. Falcon Heavy is configured for flight. T minus 15, standby for terminal count. And nine. Eight. Side ignition. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Two. Ignition. 
you can hear me over the cheering, and heavy hitting the space on our test flight, building on the history of Saturn V Apollo, returning pad 39A to interplanetary mission. is supersonic. Side boosters are now throttling back up to full power. We're past max Q, the period of maximum loads on the vehicle. Next up, we'll be waiting for the side boosters to begin to throttle down prior to booster engine cutoff and separation two and a half minutes into flight. GNC trajectory looks good on the Falcon Heavy. Reports show that the M1D engine performance is nominal. Side boosters have begun to throttle down in preparation for the upcoming shutdown in 20 seconds. Major event coming up with side booster shutdown and separation. Inside shutdown, side boosters, deeper. Successful separation. We're coming up on Nico and shutdown.
Wow. Wow. <laughs> Did you guys see that? That was awesome. That's the only thing I can <laughs> really say right Absolutely now. wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> I, I got nothing else. Oh, man. Uh, recapping all the great things that you just saw there. Uh, successful liftoff from the pad, successful stage separation. But before that, successful booster separation. You can see stage one. Uh, the two side boosters, pardon me, you can see the center core and you can see MVAC lit up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> then the beautiful shots of uh, Starman chilling in the Tesla Roadster. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. You're listening to The Phillips File. Phillips file for a uh, Tuesday. That was absolutely remarkable. The SpaceX Falcon Heavy Ooh. launch uh, that you heard live on Real Radio, and we were watching the video. I mean, it just uh, blows your mind. Usually, as I said many times, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not a space freak. I've never had been, even though I've born and raised not born but raised in Florida. But that was impressive. Somebody needs to give Elon Musk a, a Nobel Prize or something. Yeah, something. you got to get a big trophy for something like that. Yeah, he's got a big trophy. He has. The Tesla company. He's got That's an, his like Daryl Payne says, he's got an evildoer's name, though. He has a Bond villain. Bond villain's name. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, Elon Musk. He changed it to Graham. Graham Musk. <laughs> yeah. Sounds nicer. But they, they showed video of the car with the yeah, dummy yeah. in a spacesuit right. sitting behind the wheel Remarkable. just floating mm -hmm. in space. Daryl Payne's here from Paw Faction Dog Training. Good to see you. Daryl shows up every first Tuesday of the month. How you been? Yeah, good. Came into a crowd in the uh, in the car lot watching the, yeah. the launch, and more drones than I've ever seen. It sounded like a a swarm of angry bees up there. Who's got drones up? Or Everybody the, has oh, drones everyone, up? Everyone, yeah, uh, filming. Certain yeah. engineers. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah, it was drone city. It's certain crazy. engineers. Anyway, how you been? Yeah, good. Yeah. Me, uh, by the way, if you have some questions for Daryl concerning your dog's behavior, you can text us at Real Mobile seven seven zero three zero one. We'll try to get a couple of you on the air. Um, during this uh, segment. Let me ask you a question because a lot has been uh, talked about, especially lately, about comfort dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, Delta Airlines, I think United Airlines. Yeah. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Delta Airlines. Uh, they finally said enough is enough. This is all because of... Uh, you know, Henry the Peacock or whatever its name yeah. was. The woman tried to board the airliner with a peacock. Yeah. And they said, this is, this is, this yeah, is, the most this, is this is over peacock. with now. That's ridiculous. Kangaroos, well, peacocks, ridiculous. turtles, dogs. Monkeys, monkeys, they say monkeys. Yeah. I'm not even crazy about I mean, people are allergic to dogs. There are some dogs that well, uh, defecate he, and urinate and bite. Here's the problem. The, the only two kinds of dogs that are allowed to go onto um, a flight into the cabin are service dogs, which if they're properly trained would be excellent. And if they're, as, you know, my feelings on them, they've got to be doing a proper job. But the other one is, is the emotional support dogs. And emotional support dogs is a pet with a doctor's note. That's it. That's there's all it there's is. no training. There's right. nothing. It's just a dog that makes you feel good, which I would suggest Almost is everybody's pet. Of course. You know, because yeah, right. they all make you, the owner feel good. So, But they're allowed in the cabin. So mm. it's a little bit nonsensical to me that an airline would allow um, dogs into cabins with no training at all. And I know they're saying, oh, yeah, we need proof of training now. Well, good luck with that. Where are they going to get that from? Because there's no government. Is body. there an organization? That no. Would no. no. Nothing. All you have to do is go on the Internet now. You can order yourself a vest and yeah, some fake certificate that yeah. somebody signed off on. You can go to Instaprints and, uh, or on your computer and make one yes. yourself oh, and sign right. off on it. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's good. I'm and, glad they're and doing the problem, this. The problem's going to come when a dog gets out of control at 30,000 feet and it's, you know, it's a Rottweiler or a German Shepherd. Um, and it's not just 
it's not just that. If someone, say, say the person has a medical emergency, the dog goes into protection mode and they can't get near the person Good in point. order to, to help them out because the dog has gone into protection mode. And so, you know, something needs to be done. Um, and I'm in contact with Delta and United at the moment, actually. So um, hopefully we can get something done to keep everybody safe. Well, because- people have taken advantage of what normally would say, well, this is a good thing to do. I mean, there are people who are emotionally uh, unstable, let's say, and you know, they, they have animals or dogs in this particular case that bring them some kind of comfort. But we all know, at least I do, some people who have e- abused this. Absolutely. They're, 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 it's not a comfort dog. It's just, a, you're right, it's their pet, mm-hmm. and they want their pet to go along to go with on them. the plane, yeah. Well, we get this in, you know, Disney. You see dogs going around in Disney that are emotional support dogs. Um, they're riding in the carts in um, in publics and places like that. And in all honesty, the only dog that is allowed to go everywhere is a service dog, right. a proper service dog for a handicapped person. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's too frightened to ask these days. This, this is the, the issue. But in the planes, they've got to because, you know what, I like planes to land about 200 miles now on their wheels and not 600 miles now face down. Exactly. Let's take a question for uh, Daryl Payne with Paul Faction. John, uh, you're on the air. Daryl, go ahead. What's the question? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking uh, my call. Yep. So my my question is, uh, well, uh, first we, we bought a ba- brand new baby home, a uh, uh, f- human baby, um, uh, about <laughs> three days ago. Yeah. And we've noticed that the um, dogs have really been – massively interested in the baby uh, i was referring to it while my wife was pregnant while it was in her belly as the baby and so hopefully you know they're kind of making the connection is is there anything that i could do should i keep them you know away from the baby there's two of them they're two uh pits they're litter sisters and you know so far they seem to be pretty good uh with the baby they're always hanging around mom and the right, baby. Saying, right. i don't know if it's jealousy or protection or both that's a great question, and let's have uh, Daryl give a response. I'm, I always get nervous when people go, yeah. I got the baby, we just got the newborn, we brought our home, him home, whatever, and, and the, ba- the, dogs, the dog is and sniffing it. And, I don't I care whether the dog, cat, or anything, or, or monkey for that matter. I'm not crazy about the idea of having your newborn around mm-hmm. an animal. There's, there's a lot of points in there, John. Um, First of all, I mean, I saw a, a uh, someone sent me a Facebook video the other day of a husky saying, "Oh, look, love at first sight," and the husky's face was right in the baby's face. Um, mm. Right, first of all, uh, people having babies before the baby's born, uh, sorry, when the baby's born before it comes home, good idea is to get a new blanket, put it in with the baby and the mum, bring the blanket home, let the dogs get used to the smell. Okay, because it's the smell that this is different. There's a new pack member. Um, so if you get them used to the smell, that helps out a little bit. But they're still going to be interested when the baby comes home. It's like, hey, what's this new thing that's coming to the house? Mm. And it's weird, and it smells funny, and it makes noises. Um, so they're going to be interested. Um, you got two pit bulls, um, and it's a it's a a misnomer that oh my goodness, you've got pit bulls. They're definitely going to tear the baby apart. Pit bulls are actually um, they're nanny dogs. They're they're very good with with families. They're just not good with other dogs sometimes. But there's no there's no reason to to presuppose that a pit bull because you've got a pit bull that's going to be a problem for your baby. Um, any dog is going to be a potential problem. So we yes, in answer to your question, we do keep the dogs away from the baby. They can sniff the blanket, they can sit at your wife's feet while she's feeding and that kind of thing. But they're not going to get their face in the baby's face. They're not going to sniff the baby, no matter what pediatrician or nurse or anyone tells you otherwise. Um, treat it as um, as a new kitten, and you wouldn't want the the, the kitten. 
Well, we treat dogs like human beings. Well, yeah. I mean, we just have yeah. that, you know, and all of a sudden, I, and, and I'm saying, so does a dog really know the difference between a human baby and a possum? Yeah. I uh, mean, is there, I mean, it, it, we I think, think that it does, yeah. and I'm going, I'm not so sure of that. It knows, it knows the difference between a human and, and an animal. Um, there's a, there's a different different sense in there, so they okay. know what's an animal, what's prey, and what isn't. They're just going to be interested in the baby, but and it's a big but. Action will always beat reaction. So if you get the dog's face next to the baby's face or next to the baby mm. in its hand, if the dog suddenly decides that I'm going to snap at this thing, you are never going to react in time. So have the baby you know in the room, never ever unattended, obviously with um, sure. with the dogs. But with you, but the you know, I would put like a four foot exclusion zone on there. Uh, they can be with you, so they don't feel excluded. You know, don't forget to spend some time with them as well. I mean, they're going to get um, sort of left out when the new baby comes. So take them for walks, play with them. But um, yeah, four foot exclusion zone. Right now. Right, let's take another question for Daryl Payne. Here's Chris. Go ahead, Chris. What's the question? Yeah, uh, we uh, we adopted a pit about a year ago, and she's two now. Um, off the leash, she is fantastic. Uh, a neighborhood cat can run by, a squirrel, another dog. Uh-huh. She listens. She respects my presence. On the leash, on the rope, she will pull and tug and, and raise the hackles. And with my fiance, she's about 200 pounds less than me. Uh, I don't think she can handle it. How do we stop that motion from going on? All right. Let's uh, try to get an answer. I've got about a minute. Right, okay, so uh, very briefly then, uh, normally it's the other way around. Um, they go crazy when they're off leash, but when they're on a leash, they can, um, they can feel a little more restricted, a little more, um, a little braver, actually. It's like the little guy in a bar who is squaring up to the, um, the linebacker going, yeah, come on, hold me back, hold me back. And he's all very brave while he's uh, being held back, but actually when you <laughs> let him go, he's not that interested in fighting. So mm-hmm. when, when she's on a leash, she's pulling against it because you're pulling against her. Um, short answer, uh, small people with, um, very big or very strong dogs. Um, the prong collar would be an appropriate tool for that dog. But as I've said before on the show, you've got to use it properly. Correct. Um, it's got to be the right collar used in the right way. And if you are going to use it, give me a call right. and, uh, and we can talk it through because it's not a design for punishment. It's like power steering for the dog, but like anything, it can be abused. And we want to make sure that it's just, um, a correction. It's not a punishment. When we come back, we'll have some telephone numbers for you, some websites and all that kind of stuff. If you want to utilize the services of Paul Faction Dog Training, like I have, Mo has, and so has Jack, we'll uh, provide you with uh, that information. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, by the way, our good friend uh, Michael Andrews is going to show up at about 5.40 this afternoon. We haven't seen him in a while. He's one of Orlando's, one of Central Florida's great singers and songwriters and band leaders. He's got a gig going on at the Plaza Theater on Bumpy. On Monday, he's going to stop by. He's really got a thing set up. I think he's playing in New York and down in Palm Beach and all that good stuff. He's a great singer and songwriter and band leader. And, uh, you know, if you're ever throwing a bar mitzvah or certainly a wedding, this is the guy to go with. That's he's true. even bigger and, and better than that. Right now, Daryl Payne from Plothection Dog Training is with us. He's been showing up for a couple of years now. Let's get this out of the way. Telephone number, website. If anybody says, geez, I want Daryl to come over and help me with my dog and its problems, where do we go? Right. Uh, the website is perfectiondogtraining.com, P-A-W-F-E-C-T-I-O-N, perfectiondogtraining.com. The number, 407-456-1066. And there's a Facebook page. If you want to join that as a, as a member, there's a couple of thousand people on there. It's a nice little community on there. It's yeah. um, Perfection Dog Training USA members page. Put that into the search engine. 
request to join and would happily have you on there. Let me ask you a question before uh, we take this uh, a question from one of our callers. Uh, you were with the uh, with the uh, police in, in London for, for many years, doing various different things, bomb detection and... Uh, and you had a, you had a, you know the dogs and all that kind of stuff. You trained dogs, and you know when you came on a situation with your dog. I mean, you know somebody's making a ruckus, and you arrive, and you have your dog. I mean, what would you say? I mean, it was essentially all right. It's time to settle down, or you know, Bob the dog is just going well, to have to get involved. I, yeah, in this. I wouldn't have to say anything. Uh, because, just show up with the dog. Yeah, because standing next to me is uh, ninety pounds of wriggling fury, um, who who really wants to bite people. And so it does tend to... <laughs> I calm. mean, would you ever say that? Say, it's all you know, not for nothing, but this, here's Bob, and he's, he's, he's the dog, and Bob really likes to bite people. Well, if it's, all, if it's all going off, when you get out with the dog, it tends to calm everything down mm. because it is, yeah. you know, it's like a furry exocet. Um, so I, I, we used to play, um, play soccer matches, and I, people used to come up to me and go, oh, does he bite? No, no, lucky for you, you found the only police dog in the world that doesn't bite anyone. Of course it bites. You know, what do you think? Um, people trying to put their arm in its mouth and that oh kind of my. stuff. Are you but kidding me? No, because it's money. You well, get that's just bitten stupid. by a dog, they think it's going to be a lot of money. It's not that much money in England, to be honest. You know, the judges there think, well, if you're that stupid <laughs> to run away from a police dog or to stick your arm in front of it, well, of course you're going to get bitten. That's their job. Right. Let me ask you a question before we take Julie's question. I mean, did you ever have to, were you ever in a situation where you said, all right, that's it, Bob, go get him? Oh, yeah, loads of times. Yeah, oh, I'd, really? I had a guy with, um, who he burgled, he'd broken into a, um, a factory, a warehouse, and as we went up the fire escape stairs, so there, he opened a window and, and put out what turned out to be a replica gun actually it wasn't a real gun but he pointed his gun out the window which i didn't realize was a replica at the time and um and threatened to shoot us and now i was halfway up the um up the fire escape so i can either turn and walk back down the other way and get shot in the back or you know so i threw the dog up through the window and all i heard was this almighty kerfuffle inside which <laughs> took me some time to get in there i'll be honest with you uh, and then we found the replica gun next to the Bloodied heap. Oh, oh boy! Geez. Screaming, screaming. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we, we, I've sent him a few times, but um, no one that didn't deserve it. You know what? If uh, if you, right, if you if you're going to burgle someone's house, you know you can expect to get some scars. There you go, Julie. You have a question mm -hmm. for Daryl Payne from Perfection. Yes, um, my children went to a friend's house and they got a dog that was being severely abused, and my kids kidnapped the dog. What? Okay. <laughs> so they brought the dog home. We had the dog for a year, and in the meantime, they got two cats. Okay. Well, uh, the cat, one of the cats got pregnant. I had three kittens, and my husband saved one kitten because the cat, the dog was playing with the kitten, but it died the next day. And then two nights later, my son's autistic, and he let the dog loose, and the dog ate the other two kittens. Is there something we should do about the dog? Stop, well, don't get any yeah. more kittens. Stop, stop kidnapping dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. have an exciting life, don't you? Yeah. You, you really do. Um, yeah, I think it sounds like your life may be a little too chaotic for too many small creatures um, or too many um, exciting dogs. Perhaps yeah. next time we kidnap a dog, we might get a golden retriever right. or something soft. All right, Julie, no more kidnapping. And if you kidnap a dog, no more kittens. All right, let's just make that promise to yourself. Here is uh, Chris with a question for Daryl Payne from Paw Faction. Go ahead, Chris. Hi, uh, my dog, he's about three years old. He's uh, dachshund mix and when someone comes over or comes to the door he barks like crazy and he doesn't stop right he like can't calm down 
Right, so he's been he, he's been overprotective. There's a way of solving this. I know. Yeah, and he he also seems, I mean, very anxious and nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. So well, you've got a couple of things going on there. You've got um, an overprotectiveness from the dog, so he's um, and a fear. So you've got a fear aggression and you've got a territorial aggression, um, both going on at the same time there. Um, if you give us a call, we'll fix it in in no time. It takes you know an hour. With, with all we yep. do, yeah, it takes like two hours tops. Yeah, an hour to train you, an hour to to stop the dog doing what it's doing. This can be you this can be solved. Take it from me and yeah. Mo and Jack. Nothing, nothing painful, physical, anything else. No. Um, but it can absolutely be stopped in no time at all. I've just t- I've done two today exactly like that. Right. He thinks right. he needs to protect you. And so, actually, right. you're doing him a favour by stopping him from all this unnecessary barking because then he can relax. At the moment, he's on guard the whole time, barking at everything That's and good nothing. Very nerve-wracking yeah. for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. And and if if I, if I may, like I have someone coming over tonight. Like, is there anything that I could do to just put him at ease a little bit? To well, you could have like, uh, Julie kidnap him. <laughs> yeah, how's he feel yeah. about kittens? Oh, <laughs> she's no, run out no, of kittens no, now, no. she? That's um, terrible advice. Yeah, anything uh, tonight? Or probably you t- tonight. Put him in another room? Yeah, maybe? stick him in another room for tonight. But give us a call, and this will be the last guest you come over, and you have to worry about it, honestly. I'm telling you. It really isn't easy. Yeah, give, give Daryl a call and, uh, and, and take it from yeah. there. Uh, people text through mobile 77031. Yeah. They want to know uh, what does Daryl think about wireless fence? Yeah, the wireless oh, that uh, electric fence, yeah, electric fence yeah. the one that you buried oh, right. in the ground, and they work. You don't think they work, uh... right? The there's three types of dogs. You've got the very nervous dogs, which if you put um, an invisible fence up, will go out once, get shocked, and never go out again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got the middle of the road dog that will understand what it's all about. Is not, you know, is 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 bothered enough by it that it won't go across it. Uh, but then you've got the high drive dogs. Um, yeah, the Belgian Malinois, the Springer Spaniels, the the Pitbulls, um, who will punch straight through it when they see something. The high, the, the prey drive kicks in. The adrenaline rushes into the body. That's a painkiller. Mm-hmm. They punch gotcha. through the fence. Gotcha. Now they chase after it. They either kill it or lose it. Now the adrenaline subsides and they can't get back into the to the the garden. Oh, that's true. Good point. And, and remember, a lot of the time huh. when the company set set it up, they set the level when there's no adrenaline rushing. So the dog will go through, it will zap them, they won't, you know, they won't go past it. But then when you introduce the adrenaline, then it doesn't work. So I'm not saying they don't work. They don't work for all dogs. Right. Um, the only sure way of keeping a dog in your yard is to have a proper fence. A real fence, yeah. There you go. All right, once again, a telephone number if anybody wants to get a hold of you or the website, of course. Yes, 407-456-1066. Website is perfectiondogtraining.com. And that Facebook page, Perfection Dog Training Members page. Oh, sorry. Okay. Perfection Dog Training USA members page. When's Penny coming back? Oh, I'm actually, I'm flying out there in May. Um, and then we're coming back together end of May, ready for two graduations. Got a middle school graduation and then a high school graduation. And then my son's off my hands in June. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> How's the cooking? Like uh, you know, the wife's... Yeah. Uh, cooking's fine. Do you know what? Now, now I've discovered Pop-Tarts for breakfast and ramen noodles for dinner... There's no problem. Then there's you plenty describe of different your flavors. son is like a tornado. He just comes flying through, hits the he's refrigerator. He's like a ghost. Actually, he's like having a ghost in the house. Every now and then, just it, it, it floats through, <laughs> destroys everything, <laughs> and, ca- and keeps going. But yeah, it'll be gone. <laughs> now, I've got a problem with his college. He's going to USF. Yeah. And I've oh, got a pro- I, yeah, I've got a problem with uh, that a little bit because, why? and I mentioned to, this, uh, to Jack on Saturday, their football team is the Bulls, right? Right. Okay, now, Josh, I want you to say, go Bulls. 
Go Bulls. No, in an American accent. Come on. Uh, go Bulls. Yeah, see how that works, right? English doesn't work. Go Bulls. It sounds like I'm talking <laughs> about a Nazi. <laughs> yes, that is true. I'm up there. Like, like Goebbels, yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm cheering oh. for the Minister of oh, Propaganda. Quite. Come no. on. Mm-mm. So Goebbels, can they change that at all? Have you seen The, no, dark, so. seen the Darkest Hour yet? I haven't. No, I want to go see. Brilliant, oh. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I heard he deserves the Oscar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he absolutely looks just fantastic. like Churchill, right? You said he that really takes on. That's the way we them. would expect Churchill to look yeah. like. Yeah, Churchill was a complex character, but yeah. one of the best living human beings, in my opinion. Exactly. Hey, thanks yeah. for dropping by. It's my always pleasure. a pleasure yeah. seeing Daryl Payne with Paul Affection every first Tuesday of the month on the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A chemical in McDonald's fries may actually cure baldness. Someone get Dirty Jim on the phone. He'll want to hear this. Next, an ice cream shop in Glasgow requires customers to sign a waiver before eating their spicy ice cream. It's reportedly 500 times hotter than tobacco. I'm sorry but what the hell is the point of this? Do you want to burn off the hair you grew from McDonald's fries? Finally, a Houston couple has reported their house missing after their prefab house has disappeared off their property. We've got ourselves a good old-fashioned case of Texas house thievery. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. The great Orlando singer and band leader Michael Andrew will be our guest in about an hour. Time right now for Jack's audio file. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Besides a really cool rocket launch today, the other news of the day was the Dow and the recovery from or the, you know, the follow up to yesterday's big drop and uh, Dow closed today up 567. So recouping a lot of the losses from yesterday. But to uh, to get a little more insight on to why we're seeing the volatility that we are in the stock market, we go to NBC's Stephanie Rule. That fear of missing out had many investors piling on, specifically in the second half of the year. We talk about it all the time. You saw the VIX, the fear index, yep. at very low levels while we scratched our heads and said, with all the global risks out there, people aren't concerned. So uh, you, you have more money coming in, and now the uncertainty with the new, the tax plan, mm-hmm. with rebates coming in, uh, adding to the deficit, and create uh, you know also adding to the uncertainty for long term. Here's a little more from uh, Miss Rule. Hey, tax cuts seem cool, but you've got to pay for them. And now we're thinking about you pay for them, and the debt is rising. That's a negative, my friend, and the market's feeling it. So the good news. Today, uh, following yesterday, Dow closes up 567 after yesterday's big fall. A lot of investors are concerned with inflation. You've got a very strong economy and uh, wages are going up. And then as wages go up, 
you know, and you have uh, relatively low unemployment, really no unemployment to speak of, then you have to fight for employees. And the way to do that is to offer them higher wages. If you offer higher wages, then you have to pay for that some way. You have to increase the price of your services or your products. That could lead very well to inflation. And uh, that's and then people, when it's inflation, people take their money out of the market, put it into other you know, uh, item. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that uh, that offer a guaranteed interest. That's part of the problem as well. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Points. That while that was going on yesterday, uh, the president was speaking, and this is uh, less Ugh. than a week after uh, his call for unity at the State of the Union, mm-hmm. um, and uh, addressing a crowd yesterday was talking about Democrats at his State of the Union. Speech show for a president who's trying to uh, get unity. I'm sure he had nice things to say about the Democrats there. They are like death and un American. Un American. Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? Who said that? Somebody said. Who said exactly? There's not one president in modern history that's ever referred to members of Congress that I can recall as being treasonous or un-American. Now, there have been people, maybe congressmen, who've called the president or other people un-American, pundits, but I'm not aware of any president who's referred to the American people who didn't applaud for him during the State of the Union. By the way, it wasn't just Democrats in Congress. It was a lot of American people weren't applauding either. Would he call them treasonous? That's despicable. So much so, uh, Republican Senator uh, uh, Jeff Flake uh, was on the floor uh, today, and Good. he said, uh, talking uh, about the president, saying treason is not a punchline, Mr. President. So that was Jeff Flake on the record today. In the oh, that was me talking, not Jeff Flake. That's by right. The way. I know. That wasn't Jeff Flake doing a Jim Phillips impression. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, moving on. You know, uh, concerns with Amtrak and the the state of our rail system. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, with another wreck besides the one. Uh, what was it in West Virginia with the geo the the House members? Yeah. Uh, on that one, there was another one in South Carolina. Here is NTSB Chairman. Robert Sumwalt says they are not suggesting any sort of uh, a system issue with Amtrak. Are systemic. we willing to say that there's a systemic issue with Amtrak? Uh, no, we're not. We're not willing to look at that as it relates to this accident. They're talking about, though, that uh, what, PTC, yeah. uh, positive track control, uh, could would have prevented this problem. They're installing, installing it. Installing it at the time, Correct. which is, you know, part of the problem Don't. is because it was not functional. And the tracking was being handled manually, mm-hmm. and someone screwed up. They said it would have safer on a jetliner now than you are on a train. I don't know about in all this that. country. Well, they're in the process. This might only speed up the process. I, I, well, I believe. Uh, I don't know if, if if it's Amtrak specifically or other uh, train systems. You uh, asking for more time to get this installed before the deadline imposed by government but yeah. you say for in a jetliner i'm not aware of any uh, jetliner crashes or fatalities no, certainly not domestic you got yeah, you got a better chance it seems of getting killed or injured on an amtrak train than you do a domestic jetliner thank you that was uh, jeff flake no no that was you that was one of the senate oh boy <laughs> all right jim let's go back to the super bowl for a little bit for okay. a little of uh you know, a little of the aftermath as it goes on. Uh, video coming out about a reporter, an Eagles fan. It's posted at realradio.fm. 
His name is Harold Kuntz from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he found, during a live broadcast, was able to report that the team he loves, the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. won. And he broke down. Oh. And what you hear, and you can see the video on our website, but what you hear is the producers trying to get him to remember that you are broadcasting live. Oh. Get a grip. Animate. We gotta go. We gotta go. What do you with? Roll A. Take. Come on, Harold. Pull it together. Get to the bug. Oh my Come God. on, Harold. <laughs> Little baby. Do we need to go to break? Can we, can we need to go break? I mean, stand by the break. Stand by the break. And fade it. Roll your break. Roll your break. Now you can't talk Harold. to him like that way. Good grief, Harold. No, he said, get a grip on it, man. Get a grip on it. At the end, he How goes, old is Harold? Yeah. I don't know. Go to the video, realradio.fm. <laughs> Click on it. Tell me how old you think Harold is. All Let's right. guess Harold's age. Mm. Uh, <laughs> old enough to party. More fallout from the Super Bowl. Jim, you pointed it out. I believe you were tweeting about this before the game Uh-oh. ended. And we were talking about the Super Bowl ad by Dodge Ram. I have oh. all the uh, Super Bowl ads posted on our website as well for uh, anyone who missed one, including this one for Amtruck when they use a speech by <sighs> Martin Luther King Jr. to sell their truck. That's dopey. Yeah, it also didn't pass the uh, uh, smell test for uh, Stephen Colbert. Who kind of oh, yeah. who spoofed it last night as well? Dr. King said he had been to the mountaintop, and what better way to get there than Dodge Ram's powerful four-wheel oh. drive and smooth multi-link rear suspension? For it was the Dalai Lama who said, "The purpose of our lives is to be happy, like the happiness that comes from a 6.4-liter eight-cylinder <laughs> engine." Joan of Arc. We don't know if she loved Dodge Ram's 12-inch infotainment display, but who's to say she didn't? That's why the Dodge Ram is America's favorite full-size pickup with an interior roomy enough for Harriet Tubman and Gandhi to make out with each other. Funny. <laughs> uh, They're taking a hit. Uh, uh, that was just really bad. Like, you know, with all the processes that uh, that mm-hmm. uh, have to go through yeah. to win, uh, somebody said, yeah, yeah, I mean, there was not one person that, you know, with, you know, with all due respect, I think this, this maybe, you know, we could get some negative blowback on this. Ah, don't worry about it. Everybody loves Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Bad choice. Uh, Jim, we Didn't this have to go through several people before it went on the air? It goes through more than several people. It goes through agencies and who was responsible for putting that one together. And there are focus groups and all this kind of nonsense. When you have an ad campaign that big, there's a whole bunch of things and hoops and this and that that... Somewhere along the line, somebody missed the memo. I'm trying to figure out who stamped yes on this. You know, <laughs> if it went through 10 different people and a committee of folks who all are marketing, commercial, advertising experts, are all of those people stamping this with the thumbs up? Plus uh, plus uh, Ram trucks. They said, uh, oh, we think this is this terrific. This is ter- fat. Stamp it. Okay, go. No. What else, Jack? Uh, uh, so a little more from the Super Bowl. Of damn. course, MVP and Eagles quarterback, Nick Foles, he was in town yesterday, but all, he showed poise. Did he call? Yeah, thanks he, for calling. He showed, he, I guess he heard you hung up on Tom Brady. He showed poise in the pocket, <laughs> poise under pressure, and also that veteran poise when answering questions about, uh, you know, people noticing that, hey, the two quarterbacks did not shake hands after 
the game. So they didn't? No, well, they asked Nick Foles about it. Did Tom Brady shake your Ooh. hand? You know, I haven't had a chance to talk to Tom since the game. Um, you know, he's a tremendous, I mean, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. Mm. I mean, after the, after the game's over, cameras are everywhere, confetti's everywhere, things are going crazy. Whatever oh, the reason, on. he covered for he didn't, it. Didn't. That Brady was nice. didn't do it. Yeah, but we don't know why. And it, it, it could have been one of those things. Sport. Yeah, and it could have, well, or that there's a thousand people now on the field. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're surrounded. You got you got guys coaches. that weigh uh, 300 pounds. I know. Make way. I got to go. Come on. Help I me. I got to make it to, to the shake the hand of the guy who won. Even though First there's a hand big... experience, I know what it's like to be on the oh, field here we go. after your team wins a national championship. This is just silly. <laughs> and it's chaos. Okay, if Confetti, the coaches... No, no. I'll tell you chaos. You want to know chaos? Uh-uh. Here's chaos. Chaos is when there are 35,000 people in the stands and Jack Bradshaw is required to kick a ball, a soccer ball, oh, into the net. Awful. No, that was hard. Yeah. From 15 feet. Don't remind him. That was not, that was that was not a good day. It wasn't 15 feet. It was the line. It was 10? It, w- it wasn't the, the, the penalty <laughs> kick spot. It was further. It was outside at the end of the box. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it was off to the side. Very last minute they changed it. Oh, Did they? They had it out I'm for sorry. it. I've been there. I, I know yeah. the feeling. Mm. You know. Not only that, Dirty Jim does it perfectly. Scores a goal twice. Mm. I kick it twice and yeah, it goes. He's got, big, he's got bigger feet way. than you do. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Nick Foles, congratulations to him again. Great guy and uh, great success there. So the uh, the events of the Super Bowl did not um, uh, get past our late night talk show host. So we have a double dip. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Here we go. Two for Tuesday. Okay. What do you got? On the late night trio. <sighs> the first topic Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Mo, you're keeping track this yes, year, right? Oh, and Mr. Pinkman, yes. any word back from Conan O'Brien? He's very busy, sir. Has has his people responded? They said buzz off. Hap, I don't think, sound like a professional thing. I don't think you've extended an invitation. I think you're shirking your responsibility. Conan here O'Brien to the won last file. year. Conan he O'Brien did. had the best uh, the best votes or the most most votes for, for the best the jokes. Yeah. And He'd be happy to be on. Interview here. guests yeah, don't his ratings. You got that right. They don't just <laughs> contact us. You Oof. have to extend an invitation. Yes. What are you waiting for? The right moment. The right. right moment was two months ago. Too late now. We should still have him on. Don't let him off the hook like that. Yeah, but then you have to spend in an inordinate amount of time saying Explaining we yourself. would have you on earlier, but we can't get you on now. He don't now care you're about on that. Because and then Conan's going, what am I? What am I doing? You're giving here? him a pass like you did Brian. He 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 failed in his responsibility. No, I'm not giving him a pass. I'm just saying it's too late now. I I think it's always there's always time for Coco. All right, give me the, who you got up here. Late night trio on Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers. Who said it best? Okay. The New England Patriots were beaten by the Philadelphia Eagles 41 to 33. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles fans started fires and they punched police horses. Then they sat down to watch the Super Bowl. That's how. <laughs> the Eagles won their first Super Bowl ever, toppling Tom Brady in the dynasty known as the New England Patriots 41 to 33. Tom Brady, they said he was so distraught after the game, he chugged a quart of almond milk and ate half of a grape. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl last night, defeating the New England Patriots 41 to 33. Philadelphia then went on to defeat Philadelphia. 
Conan O'Brien has taken the point. Yeah. His first one for the year. Yeah, Conan O'Brien's taking that point. So where do we stand, Mo? Conan, one. Fallon, one. Colbert, one. Everybody else, zero. Oh, boy. You got another one? Seth Meyers, Conan O'Brien, and James Corden. And the common topic, Eagles fan celebration. So the celebrations by the Eagles fans. Here you go. Who said it best? Dozens of Eagles fans were seen stage diving off the awning of the Philadelphia Ritz-Carlton after last night's Super Bowl win. But don't worry, they died. This is crazy. Speaking of Eagle fans, uh, during Super Bowl celebrations in Philadelphia yesterday, an Eagles fan got so carried away, he ate horse poop right off the street. Now, in his defense, the man thought it was dog poop. So, did you see it? They partied hard in the streets of Philly last night. I mean, everyone in Philadelphia was a winner last night. They really were. Unless your car was parked at the intersection of Broad Street and Chestnut, then today you are riding the bus because your car's still on fire. Um, what do you like? Seth Myers is picking up a point. Oh, look at that. Ooh, First Seth. time for Seth. He joins the top of the heap. Conan, Fallon, Myers, and Colbert. Tight race. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's see what we have. Uh, I guess I have one more. One more piece of audio for you today okay. in the audio file. And it's more on the Eagles. But Jimmy Kimmel had uh, Philadelphia Eagle Corey Clement on the on his program and to talk about Eagles fans. And here he is, Uh-oh. Philadelphia Eagle, Corey Clement, talking about the fans of his team. Oh man, I'm from I'm from Philly, so I already know how amped up they are. And, yeah. Uh, when you think back, they greased the, the light poles because they knew what was coming after the game. So, uh, I mean, no shout out to Philadelphia, man. We brought something special back home. There you go. So Philly still celebrating their Super Bowl <laughs> win in Super Bowl Fifty. Greasing the light poles. I mean, <laughs> I thought I thought it was a joke the first time I saw it before the championship oh. game. That they reported out, I'm like, oh, that's funny. But they, you know, <laughs> oh, no, they, they uh, did not it, so funny. and it didn't work. And then, as News Junkie reported, I guess they said they had a secret plan for the Super Bowl, and that didn't work because there were still... Now, for every celebration, I'm looking at the light poles to see where there's people on the light poles. <laughs> Ridiculous. Grease in the light poles. <laughs> Only in Philadelphia. It's clever. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think it's kind of clever. I guess they want to get up there and do what? You know, if they could, could they shout see? and scream? Yeah, you get a better yeah. view. And maybe you know, like of what? other Philly fans, they just want to throw batteries at people. Oof. <laughs> That's not good. They, no. to, then they, they did that at the ballpark. Yep. What is the point of that? It's Philadelphia. All right, yeah. listen. They're angry people. I'm a third generation Philadelphia. I'd be angry too if I was in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. It's yeah, lovely to be there. Oh no, it's the Pennsylvania it, people. It, no. <laughs> we got cheesesteaks. They're very mean. <laughs> they're not mean at all. Oh, yes, yeah, they yeah, are. No, they're, they're super mean. pleasant. They no, you're mean, just talking mean, to the wrong mean. people. Oh, I mean, they're mean. You're talking to the wrong people. No, they Steelers are so fans. mean. Look what they did to that bell. <laughs> they didn't crack it <laughs> yeah, on huh? purpose. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't crack it on yeah, purpose. Mean. Oh, 
They've got a history of partying too hard in Philadelphia. Besides failing to invite Conan O'Brien to be on this program, uh, it's not the only thing Pinkman's yeah. failed at. We no. have a person said they won a You Matter business card back in December, never received Come it. Come on. Come on. That is well, fake yeah, news. Geez. They're coming to the radio station just to pick Make a spreadsheet up. or something. It's fake news. I sent it. I remember. No one believes you. Of course, why would no anybody believe me? Well, you never know. You know how these people are. Hey, I want one of those cards. These people. Yeah, they're trying to get a freebie is what they're doing. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. You fake it. I'm telling you right now. You fake. Uh, bad karma. Getting the, yeah, you got bad luck for. For many, many weeks. For, yeah, when you when you mm-hmm. come back as another animal or another human being, you'll still have bad luck. Uh, That's nope. how bad it is. I see. I remember that name. Yeah, that person won. Uh-oh. I come sent on, it out. Man. I sent it. No one believes you. I sent it. I sent it. All right, good enough. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Take a little break. Of course, we got that bonus round. Listen up now. We've had to move things around a little bit today. A bonus round of closest to the pin when we come back after the top. Your opportunity to legitimately win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of your life. And uh, Michael Andrew, the great Orlando band leader and singer, he'll join us for a few minutes at 540. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, speaking of Bob Fryer over at Fox 35, uh, did he break his ankle, or did I have a bad dream? Following him on Twitter? I didn't hear Yeah, this. I thought he was driving a lark around because he broke his ankle. Man, I better lay off the ambient. <laughs> Can we check on that? I will. I'm checking right I'm now. Checking. You get up, have to get up that early yeah. in the morning. You're going to break something. Yeah, don't you don't want to turn the light on. Hey, you're foggy-headed. Your you're always just... I follow him on Twitter, by the way. If you want to catch me, it's at Yankee Jack, and I'll let you know about Bob Fryer. By the way, I gave up on Facebook today. I'm out of it completely. Did you turn oh, yeah. off the whole thing? I did. I have no uh, I thought desire. you can't turn it off. Well, yeah, I did Someone turn told it me off. you can't just... turn it off. What do you mean? Can't, can't turn, turn it off. off. I press the little thing. No. And I press it again. It's gone. Nope. Oh, there's ways. Well, I'm sure there are ways I could reconnect or whatever, but I'm not checking it. It's gone. It's never gone. That's what I'm saying. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to add anything to it. I'm not going to check no. it. It's off my screen. Completely. Moira is talking about your lasting digital footprint. I understand that. There, it's like your permanent but, record. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. But she's refusing to accept the fact that you're not engaging with the product. No anymore. desire anymore. All right, Luke Until is on do. the line. He'll play that <laughs> bonus round of closest to the pin against Pinkman. If Luke wins, he gets that You Matter business card. That guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Luke also knows if he loses bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back mm, in a couple of minutes. Maybe. To set your if we ever handicap. Remember. Luke, how are you today? I'm very well. How are you, Jim? Pretty good. Uh, Very well. Thank you for asking. I have 10 questions for you. They're all interconnected in some form or fashion. Don't worry about that. As I say, just answer to the best of your ability loud and clear into the phone so we can keep uh, track of your score. Okay, Luke? 
You got it. Here we go. Countdown. Keep score for Luke. In three, two, one, begin. Luke, the Natalie Wood investigation has been reopened. Wood died at what age? Uh, 42. The movie Ed Wood, starring Johnny Depp, was released in what year? 91. Tim Burton directed that movie, but actor Richard Burton died in what year? Uh, Harry Potter, 2002. Richard Burton was nominated for an Academy Award how many times? Three. Richard Burton won how many Academy Awards? One. The movie Police Academy runs how many minutes? 79. The rock band The Police was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? Uh, 2007. The movie Fame, starring No One We Know, was released in what year? Uh, 84. The movie Fame was written by Christopher uh, Gore. No relation, but how old is Al Gore? Uh, 67. Get it within 20. It went out right. If Al Gore was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Rockville, Maryland? Uh, 71. Time. All right, there you go. Thanks, Luke. What did he say? 71. 71. All right. Mr. Pinkman's coming in. He most certainly is. Okay. All right, Mr. Pinkman has his headphones on. Who's calling? Oh, you got it. Yeah. Don't your people know not to call? Is it a sales call? Who knows? Mm. Uh, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll roll the dice. You said your handicap at 15, but uh, roll the dice. Whatever that number is, we'll take off the number 15. That will be your handicap for today. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh. Six. Six. All right. Nine-second handicap. Ten, ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Count three, two, one, go. Pinky, the Natalie Wood investigation has been reopened. Wood died at what age? Uh, 41. The movie Ed Wood, starring Johnny Depp, was released in what year? 96. Tim Burton directed that movie, but actor Richard Burton died in what year? Uh, 1992. Richard Burton was nominated for an Academy Award how many times? Three. Richard Burton won how many Academy Awards? One. The movie Police Academy runs how many minutes? Uh, 117. The rock band The Police were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? 98. The movie Fame, starring No One We Know, was released in what year? Uh, 1971. The movie Fame was written by Christopher Gore, no relation, but how old is Al Gore? Uh, 72. Get it within 20, you went out right. If Al Gore was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Rockville, Maryland? Uh, 38. Time. Nailed oh, it. Nelly. Oh, boy. Bob Fryer did break his ankle, by the way. He was taking Points. his dog downstairs for his walk. Thank you. Points. 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 Did he call or Yankee did we just check it out? First ever checked. broken bone. And really? He got to ride a mobility scooter. Lucky. What? Jim, resume your Ambien. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Natalie Wood investigation been reopened. They reopen it every 10 years. Wood died at what age? Luke said. 42. Pinkman. 41. 43. Oh, Pinky. The movie Ed Wood starring Johnny Depp was released in what year? Luke said. 91. Pinkman. 96. 94. That's Pinkman. Pinkman. Yep, now it's tied. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton directed that movie, but actor Richard, Bur- Richard Burton died in what year? Luke said. 2002. Pinkman. 92. 1984. I knew it. gets another one. Richard Burton was nominated for an Academy Award how many times, Luke said? They both said three. The answer, seven. Okay. Damn it. Richard Burton won how many Academy Awards, Luke said? They both said one. The answer, zero. Oh. 
The movie Police Academy runs how many minutes? Luke said. 79. Pinkman. 117. 94. I don't know. It's Luke. Right? 90, One's yes. Luke. It's 15. 117, right? And what is the answer? It's 94. Yeah, that's right. It is. It's Luke. Now it's tied. The rock band The Police inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? Luke said. 2007. Pinkman. 98. 2003. Oh, oh, Jeez, man. five. And he's four off. Oh, sorry, Pink. The movie Fame, a fairly popular movie starring no one, was well, released in... What do you mean? Yeah. Irene Cara, she's it? a no one? Irene Cara. Irene Cara, Jim. Oh. I, for the great Irene... Cara, C-A-R-A. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> The movie that no one knows who was in it was released in what year? Luke said. 84. Pinkman. 71. 1980. That's also Luke. The movie mm. Fame was written by Christopher Gore. No relation. How old is Al Gore? Luke said. 67. Pinkman. 72. 69. That's also Luke. Damn it. it Get it within 20, you went outright. Within 20, Pinkman. Within Come 20. Uh-huh. If Al Gore was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Rockville, Maryland? Michael Blanky lived in Rockville. Oh, my God. He was an FBI agent. No kidding. Yeah. Never heard of that before. Luke said. Uh-huh. 71. Pinkman said. 38. Val Gore wanted to fly, flap his wings and fly from Washington to Rockville, Maryland. He would have to fly a total of 22 miles. Well, Pinkman's within it, and he wins. Yes. Wins the whole thing. I'm sorry, Luke. Ooh. That's the way the cookie yeah, crumbles. Boy, Pinkman, oh, boy. You Pinkman, did it. It was Pinkman, a great effort, but Pinkman. he got you with a crow question. Bad luck for you for 24 oh, hours. Sorry. Thanks for playing a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, oh, yeah. this only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and Closest to the Pin. pin, <laughs> pin What's my pin. record? Uh, 11 and 7. I'm sorry. Nice like job. You're doing, a, you're doing fairly well with those crow questions. That's fairly impressive. Distance is my game, sir. <laughs> Am I right? Somebody just texted me that the the, the president now wants a government shutdown. He'd yep. be happy to have one, he said, I think, something. Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. Sure. Uh, if if the Dems don't agree to his wall demands, bring on a shutdown. Mm. Happy to have it. Well, the majority of the American people don't want a wall. They don't want to pay for a wall. Majority of the people want protection for the so-called uh, DACA kids. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Said, and then the now the criticism is on uh, General Kelly. Yeah, on his comments about the Dreamers who are not part of DACA. They're either lazy, scared lazy. or just lazy. Is what he said. They yeah. were either scared to register. That's what happens when you true. get in the yeah. Trump White House. You get brainwashed. Now Trump says when it comes to calling members of Congress uh, traitors. He was only joking. Mm. That's not something, that's not a, that's not a, that's not, that's yeah. not, not something you throw around as a joke, is it? And that's what. That's serious business. Otherwise you get a punch right yeah. in the nose. Right, thank you. And, uh, well, calling him un-American, I suppose that was a joke too. He said it was a joke, yes. Yeah. Ride that Treasonous blue wave, it's coming yeah. in the fall, I can feel it. Yeah. I was not too sure about that. But, I've been bamboozled before. I'm a little afraid. Yeah, she thought like, Hillary was going to win. Everybody did. <laughs> not me. I told you all along. Not me. Thank yeah. you. Mm. Points. I nice. paid for a nice steak dinner out of that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good time. You covered I, your bets on that. I thought that's it was right. going to be Ralph Nader. I didn't cover my bets on that one. I bet on him. No, that's what I mean. Oh, that was sweet. That was pretty damn sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost it all. We're Friday and 
Monday. What are you going to do? One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is new, Mo? Mm, somebody writes uh, in. I know you think Facebook's ridiculous, but this question is now I going do. around. I think it's. Uh, What's the first thing you would do if you woke up one day as the opposite sex? Just saying. Fill my boobs. <laughs> You're really a pig. Seriously. I've really Is that would. not a common answer? Yeah, I think I'd check out my figure, of course. Yeah. yeah, we don't have boobs. You don't know. So I guess if I woke up as a man, I'd grab my unit. Hey, what the hell's that all about? Tell me you wouldn't. Just to know. Come That's on, one of Mo. the first things you do. At least I'm Straighten honest. things out, just adjust things. Adjust of course. things. Didn't yeah. you see John Travolta in the opening of... Um, uh-huh. What? Where are you going? What do you got? Saturday, oh, Saturday night. Night. Yeah. Yeah, remember? <laughs> no. Put his hand down his uh, shorts to kind of, you know, get readjusted. I've seen men do that plenty of times, yeah. Yeah, well, you, have, well, you got one of these things. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I said right. You right. might as well grab it. Yeah, I guess. You're not grabbing it. Seems like it men are grabbing. No, that's Always a grab. grabbing. No, a grab is, that's a, no, that's I'm a not, grab. No, you just kind of, you know, adjusting. That's all you're doing. <laughs> you're moving things uh, around. Okay. Yeah, you check out, what the heck is this? Oh, what man, the heck is right? It looked pretty good. Call me Betty. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being Right or wrong? Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, by the way, congratulations to Elon Musk and his crew for that SpaceX launch today. That was absolutely fantastic. I mean, that's just... Even I get excited about something like that. The yeah. The booster's coming down. It looked like a science fi- old science fiction movie. With, Simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Beautiful. Let's, Absolutely beautiful. Let's hear it for immigration. So uh, take that, Russia. Yeah. yeah. He's South African. You USA, know. USA, USA. Yeah. USA, USA. So everybody working for him is South African? No, he's no, South African, he and then he's Canadian citizenship. You got that Why does it say eight. South African-American? I don't know. Maybe he lives here now. But I think he got Canadian citizenship when he was 18. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's a genius. He is. Whether and he's ours or not. Michael Andrew is coming in in about 20 minutes. And uh, Michael Andrew, if you're not aware, if you're new to the area, Michael Andrew is one of our favorite uh, singers and band leaders. And he's uh, just a terrific talent. And he's got a show at the uh, Plaza Theater on Monday, all revolving around uh, Gershwin big band music. And he really knows what he's doing. And he's going to drop by. We haven't seen him in a while. We want to mm. catch up with him and say hello. I guarantee you right now he doesn't look any older than he did the last time we saw him. He's adorable. Always he's, has been. He's, yep. And he, he, he's one of these guys that has an element of cool. He walks in the room. And oh, you go, yeah. oh, that's it. I'm out of here. Here comes, he the cool, here comes the cool guy. <laughs> All right. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'll go to the soundproof booth. Pinkman, what's the prize today? Oh, boy. It's a pair of tickets to the Can-Am Duel on Thursday, February 15th at Daytona International Speedway. Speed Weeks 2018 kicks off the NASCAR season with seven races spread over nine action-packed days. You can get your seats today at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com or call 1-800-PIT-SHOP for more info. Excellent job, Mr. Pinkman. We oh, appreciate yeah. That and that is a great prize, so thank you very much. We have a category today submitted by 
Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, who hails over in the on the Space Coast. And this one's entitled, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Bro, Man. <laughs> links, links to the Falcon Heavy launch today. So let's get wow, Danny on board. Timely, that one. Yeah. Hey, Danny, how you doing? Hi, Jack. I'm ready to go. Good did, afternoon. Did you see today's launch? I did. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. So we have a category about that. It's He Ain't Heavy, He's My Bro, Man. Links to the Falcon Heavy launch. And uh, here we go. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you, Danny, and we'll begin in three, two, one. How many rocket engines are on the first stage of the Falcon Heavy? 27. The payload for this mission is a Tesla Roadster. What is the car's top speed? 230 miles. The Tesla will play a loop of David Bowie's Space Oddity. In which year was the song first released? 74. The payload will eventually travel in Mars orbit. About how many million kilometers from Earth would that be per Elon Musk? Hint, it's in the hundreds. 300. According to Forbes, what is Elon Musk's net worth to the nearest billion? 600 billion. Whoa, oh my God. Nelly. Okay. All right, putting you on the hold. Richest you, man. I think you went crazy at the end there, but that's he cool. just started thinking. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He should be. That should be his salary. Or, I think he's work. doing all right. He's probably fine. Yeah. He probably has at least $10. I have a feeling he's turning a profit. Mm-hmm. He's got flamethrowers, you know. I do know that, yeah. <laughs> that was still out of left field. The flamethrower thing? That was odd, yeah. I it's it was... awesome. $500, it could be yours. I just, yeah, want one to uh, start my fire pit. <laughs> hey, right, Jim. kids, gather around. <laughs> for zombies? They work on zombies? Yes. That's what he said. Right. There you go. <laughs> Who's going to disprove it? Uh, that's true. Jim, welcome back. We are talking about Elon Musk because it's closely related to the category sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. He hails from the Space Coast. Yeah. At least he does now. It's called He Ain't Heavy, He's My Bro, Man. Links to the Falcon Heavy launch that happened today. You heard it here on the mm, Phillips file. Right in my wheelhouse. Oh, come on. Come on, I'll try. All right. Here we go. Ready? Sure. In Ready. Th three, two, heavy. How many rocket engines are on the first stage of the Falcon Heavy? 30. The payload for this mission is a Tesla Roadster. What is the car's top speed? 140. The Tesla will play a loop of David Bowie's Space Oddity. Mm. In which year was the song first released? 1970. The payload will eventually travel in Mars orbit. About how many million kilometers from Earth would that be per Elon Musk? Uh, that would be uh, 300. According to Forbes, what is Elon Musk's net worth to the nearest billion? Uh, 52 billion. Time. All right, I've got your time. I got Danny's time. Mm. But Jim, on your time... Yeah. Because you're you, I'm adding oh, wait till you hear his a five-second handicap. Okay, we might be closer. I don't know. Oh, All right, let's go. Let's score it. Did you want to go six seconds? No. Seven? No. Eight? I'm not confident. Okay. T minus ten. He ain't heavy. He's my bro, man. Uh, questions in reference to Elon Musk's space oddity in the launch today, the successful launch of the Falcon Heavy. How many rocket engines are on the first stage of the Falcon Heavy? It's yeah. three times the Falcon 9's Merlin engine. So how oh, many? Yeah. And uh, Danny said? 27. Jim. 30. On the money. 
27 oh, engines. Oh, this oh, is not good. Son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, somebody's been. Which the guy announced that on our Taking broadcast notes. today. Space yeah, yeah, yeah. cadet. <laughs> the, uh, the space cadet. Uh-huh. Jim, they said it on your show today. Where? When? When we were playing when, the when space cadet. I'm watching the pictures. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Come wait, on. I'm watching now, the Jim, video. Maybe you'll do better, uh, better on questions about the Tesla Roadster because I think you're uh, eyeing one. Perhaps yeah. for a future purchase, right? I'd like, like to think about. They're they're expensive. Yeah. Well, the production ceased in 2010. Will resume in 2020. But the Tesla Roadster top speed. Ooh. Danny said. Roadster. Two thirty. Jesus. What? Christ. <laughs> Jim in said space. 140. The answer. 125 miles an hour. Jim gets a point. Wow. Although I think it's going faster than that right now. Yeah. 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 The payload will eventually travel into Mars orbit in the hundreds of millions. Elon Musk said it's how many kilometers away? Danny said. Mm, 74? Didn't he say 300? Oh, you skipped a question. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, well, let's answer this one then. Right, they both said 300. 300 then. million <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> so you'll each get a point. The answer's 400 million kilometers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well Dang, done. Not so far back. Okay, we're going back to uh, David Bowie's Space Oddity. It's playing on a loop in the car. Mm-hmm. On the dash, it says, what? Uh, don't panic. Don't panic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so what year was Space Oddity first oh, released? God. Danny said. 74. And Jim. 70. The answer, 1969. We have a tie game. It's a tie game, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Is it? Yes, that that Is song, it? by the way, was released five days before Apollo 11. Or that first. again. Is that right? Three to three, yeah. Okay. Everyone good on tie game? Tie game. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tie game. Well, we go to the fifth and final question. Uh oh. According on, to Forbes. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh. Danny. Yeah. Elon Musk's net worth to the nearest billion. Danny said. <laughs> he got a little excited and said six hundred billion. That's, billion. That's Scrooge McDuck money. Yeah, Jim said. Well, this is not a chump change. You said fifty-two billion. Well, I don't More know. than double what the real net worth is. It's twenty billion. Okay. Jim wins the game. Sorry yeah. about that, Danny. Nice job, though, especially on that first question. Unfortunately, you lose because I. I'm the uh, champ. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. There you go. Thanks I for win. playing. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Closest Remember, to the pin. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. We're going to track down Michael Andrew. He's uh, going to be in town. Well, he's going to be in the studio with us, but he's got a concert down at the Plaza Theater on Mondays. Put together a show featuring Gershwin music and big bands and all yeah. that kind of stuff. We haven't seen Michael in uh, in quite a while, so we're going to catch up with him and see what he's up to. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The LAPD has arrested a man that was stuffing burritos with meth. That's really methed up, man. Way to ruin some good burritos. Next, a Brevard County man is in custody after he stole his mom's car and evaded deputies. When he was finally apprehended, he was found wearing only pink boxers and handcuffs. Sounds like a normal Saturday night to me. Finally, a Chinese man managed to build a homemade Airbus commercial airliner. I can already see the scene from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom now. We're not sinking. We're crashing. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. If you want to buy a new home or you want to refinance the one you have, where are you going to get the money? 
I'll tell you where you get the money. We are not the banks.com. They're not the banks. They're better than the banks. And they can approve you for a loan. If you've had credit problems, they have programs to work with you. If you have good credit, we are not the banks.com can get you a loan with great rates. They did it for me. Several people I know did a refi through we are not the banks.com. Brad Siebert and his team, they do a fantastic job. And if you're military, they specialize in VA loans as well. For all your mortgage needs, simply go to their website. It's we are not the banks.com. You don't have to, I guess, in the literal sense. Maybe you're just in it for the free stuff. We're okay with that. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 A foggy day in London town Had me low and it had me down I viewed the morning With great alarm The British Museum Had lost its charm How long, I wonder Could this thing last For the age of miracles Hadn't passed Or suddenly I saw you there and through foggy London town, the sun was shining everywhere. It's Michael Andrew. Michael Andrew is uh, one of Central Florida's greatest entertainers. He's a singer. He's a band leader. He's uh, he's everything. And uh, I've known. Well, we're gonna we'll tell the story. It was about what twenty five years ago. And I'm here. Twenty five years. <laughs> Twenty five years ago, it. It used to be Here a nightclub downtown. I don't know That's what it right. is anymore. It I used to know. be called Valentine's. Yeah, you had a gig at Valentine's. That's right. They say to me, "Hey, uh, because I think I might have been doing ads, no, would you wait, come down wait, and introduce wait, this guy?" Jim, Jim, oh, Jim, his story's You're different. remembering it a little wrong. All right, first of yeah. all, it was Same. a jazz festival. Was that oh, it? Okay, it was a jazz festival. And uh, now, previous to that, I had played at Valentine's. I think it was called the Beecham Jazz and Blues Club or something like that. Back then, right there, Valentine's. Uh, it was first Valentine's. Oh, first here, it was Valentine's. No, 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 I know Valentine's. I was the drunk club there. Club was called Valentine's. But you saw me. You hosted this this jazz festival outside. That's where we met. Mm. I remember because I didn't mm. know you. You didn't know me, and you introduced me. You were assigned to no, host no, this no, jazz no, festival. No, 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 no. This no, is no, their getting no. to know you and story. Then, this isn't right. That's not, no. no, wait. And then you said, "Who is this guy that was that was doing that jazz festival? It was it was he he was great. I really enjoyed that. And I got to find out who that guy was. And all of a sudden, my phone starts ringing. People saying Jim Phillips is talking about you on the radio, and." uh the next time I played that club, it, there was lines. People knew who I was suddenly. It was just great. I sent you a box of cigars. So then, because I sent you the box of cigars, oh, he, he says, I'm remembering no, this, all this all wrong. Right. It, was, it, was no. no, it was me and Miss B. Mm-hmm. And they said, we were doing some stuff at Valentine's. And they <laughs> said, would you, would you mind introducing this guy on stage? He's a young whippersnapper. What sure. guy on stage? His name is Michael Andrew. And I said, I don't know any Michael Andrew. <laughs> 
said, well, just come up on stage and introduce him. So I went on stage, and, and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Michael Andrew. You jumped up there, you had your tux on, and you started doing your thing. And I sat back at the bar, I sat back at the bar and said, this guy is absolutely... Well, were there 12 people in the audience? No, it was packed. No, no, it wasn't packed no, until it... you started pro- helping no. me and you started talking about me. I'm telling you, you got it all mixed I had 12 was... people in my audience. It was packed. Jim Phillips starts getting behind it. All of a sudden, there's... There's lines down the block. It was packed it was because, because I was there. Oh, stop And then it. you were... <laughs> now, that is not it. It was packed. No. It I, was packed it because was... you were there on and a Phillips night out. You, you, you came up there him, and you blew the place right. away. And, and the I'm next day, I was on the, air, yeah, on the air and you, said, this guy is absolutely terrific. However you got a wedding, down. you got a bar mitzvah, I don't care what's going on, a retirement party, hire this guy, guaranteed. However it went down, I'm telling you, Jim Phillips jump-started... The, the my following here. I mean, until that night that we had that Phillips, it's called a Phillips night out. I think. Yeah, maybe. Until that night, you know, I might get. You've been all over the world, people. though. I mean, you've done some amazing since things then, since then. It, it's been all all great. Before that, it was before Phillips. If you look on a timeline, it, you oh, can it kind says of BP see. before yeah, Phillips before and then Phillips, AP? after Phillips. Uh-huh. Tell us about this uh, this concert, this thing that you're doing a Monday. It's, it's Gershwin Music down at the Plaza Theater in Bumby. Right. That's but right. But this is not. I mean, you're going all over what the United States. That's with this? right. This is part of a tour. One one appearance, and it's a national tour. We start tomorrow in Palm Beach and we hit a bunch of places in Florida and we swing back around and then we find ourselves in Orlando and we play the plaza and then we start going up to uh, Athens, Georgia and uh, Virginia and all sorts of venues and we end up in New York. And you're working with a member of the Gershwin family, is that right? That's right. Todd Gershwin, who is the great nephew of George and Ira Gershwin. He and I came up with this concept together and collaborated on, uh, wh- you know, the songs and certain aspects of it. But he really let me have a lot of uh, control, and I handpicked all the musicians. A lot of them, people that I how many people with. in the orchestra? Nineteen of us. No Whoa, kidding. Whoa, Nelly! Wow, mm-hmm. that's it's, something. It's a that's full, a big group for the Plaza, right? It's a full big band mm-hmm. with uh, nice. five saxophones, four trumpets, four trombones, rhythm section, and myself and a just dynamite singer named Michelle Amato. She is fabulous. Do I know that name? Michelle yeah, Amato, probably. She scats. She, she's looking her up. just a amazing singer. When you put this together, how long do you have to practice? I mean, are you just, everybody's a pro. You look at the music, this, that. You do a couple of, you know, rehearsals yes. and boom, you're ready to That's go. That's true, but we tighten up, and this will be, uh, for a lot of us, this will be the third tour. Yeah. We did a tour in California. Then we did one in the Midwest, a few dates, and uh, and now we're doing this East Coast tour. So I have to ask you. You tighten up as you play together more, and that's where you get that true band. And you know, uh, yeah. And if you've never heard a, a big band live, you're in for because it's just energy. I mean, it's just you just pick up on that energy. You get blown away by it. Let me. I got to ask you a question because yes. we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Michael Andrew, of course, was a gigantic fan. Gigantic is a gigantic fan of Jerry Lewis. At one oh. time, you were putting together the, a Nutty Professor. Let's call it a musical show. Yeah, it was, on, it was uh, a musical based. Yeah, the on great the Michael uh, yeah. uh, Marvin Hamlish mm-hmm. was was involved, and right. Jerry Lewis involved right. as well, or gave yes. his blessing to this. Yes, and then ended and, up directing the production. And and what happened? It, it, well, uh, of you know, first of all, it was. 
beyond my wildest dreams. To meet your idol like that, right? To meet him and then work with him, and he became my mentor and friend. It's it's really surreal, you know, to think that I was able to to get this thing accomplished. Uh, but he liked the way I played the character. Mm-hmm. I played it in a fringe festival here in Orlando, okay. and I put it together to kind of show my fan base the impetus of why I do what I do. It was that movie. I saw that movie when I was nine, and I said, that's the funniest thing, and then he becomes this cool lounge singer singing, right, right, right. got old black magic, you know. but he starts out as this snobbish uh, Julius Kelp. Uh, oh, excuse me, so... I, I'd been doing this, you know, <laughs> since I was nine years old doing that As character. A stick. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then um, it evolved into an act that I developed for Carnival Cruise Lines, and it took me all over there, uh, you know, all over the Caribbean. And, and it was really what I did for a long time, an act based on that. So then years later, as I had a following here, this was in 2004, I put together the Fringe Festival version of The Nutty Professor, and we got it became such a success here that uh, we thought we got to get this to Jerry and just see how he reacts. Mm-hmm. And it took us a long time to get in with him, you know, to get him to notice us enough to invite us to meet him. And that was a thrill, you know, just meeting him. And then he uh, watched me do it on a little archival video and heard me do it. And he said, we're going to take this to Broadway and I'm going to direct it. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's on the phone. He gets Marvin Hamlish to write right. the new score. And uh, Marvin got Rupert Holmes, who's another just amazing writer of musical comedies. He wrote The Mystery of Edwin Drood and other things. And so those two collaborated for the first time and wrote all this stuff. And I was doing the readings. And then we got it produced in Nashville. And right in the middle of our run, 2012, Marvin passed away suddenly. Mm. Unexpected. Right. Shocking. I remember. Shocking. I remember, no story. I remember when the story broke. Right. Shocking. And it was. I mean, we were all numb trying to do the show that night uh, or the day after. Uh, just surreal, you know. And he and Marvin was so excited about it. It's just a shame because he was planning on coming Thursday and he passed away Monday night wow. and then Tuesday we had to do the show. Yeah. Mm. It's Crazy. So time has passed. You yes. got a you got a, a five year old boy now. That's right. Good for you. He he was uh, born shortly after that. Uh, shortly after that Nashville yeah. run, and uh, but Orlando's really always been your home. Him. Like yeah. and it continues to be your home base. It, it, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Keep coming back. You never hurt <laughs> for work, do you? Do you? I mean, do you wake up in the morning? Do you ever? You know. Those of us, I mean, some of us worry about our careers and this and that. And you, I do. you don't have to worry I about do. that, do you? No, I do. I don't think you do. No, I do. I, you know what? I don't think you do. Jim no, doesn't Jim. worry for you. No. You know what it is? Because a you lot always of know the... I'm gonna have. Look, I, well, I, I'm always gonna find some place to to uh, sing. Uh, well, you know, because sometimes the calendar will look bleak. You know, a, a, a lot of things come in kind of last minute. Right. You know, and they fill in. But when you're looking at a, a calendar and you see, well, gee, I don't, yeah, I don't have any dates in March <laughs> or, or April. You know, I got one date in April. But somehow it's just worked out for me. I, 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 uh, I think I've been fortunate. But Swingerhead is still a thing, right? Absolutely. Okay. 
Are you still that's how we that's how we know I mean know well, you essentially. Ba- but back then the band wasn't called Swingerhead. It was just the Michael Andrew retro swing band or something generic like these that. These guys have been with you forever or some of they... these guys were actually for example Frank Green who uh, just was on the Grammys. Hmm. It was amazing. He he ended up on Letterman and he became the trumpet player from Letterman. He was my first trumpet player here in in Central Florida. No kidding. And we maintained a friendship all through these years, but we haven't been able to work together since those uh, 90s years mm-hmm. when I first came out here. He helped me get all the connections and introduced me to a bunch of people. So Frank will be back playing with us for the whole tour. He'll, oh, that's awesome. So we're really excited about that. And he's about, he's about you know, one of the best trumpet players in, in the country. Yeah. He's you just have to, incredible. You have to sing every day? Uh, I mean, do no. you make it a habit of singing every day? No. No exercises or voice coach things. No, you or know you what? Just Sometimes How did my you... voice feels better if I take a few days off. When did and you then know I come this is what I'm going to do in life? I, I can't remember a time. I mean, were you eight years old? Said, I, I want to be a cowboy, a firefighter. I want to be a singer. I want to be an entertainer. I think I was even younger. I can't remember a time when I didn't feel like I want to sing. And, uh, and, and especially in this genre. For some strange reason, it was never popular while I was growing up, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always saw myself singing in this genre, the swing big band style, and I also saw myself playing characters that would crack people up. <laughs> Those two things. Mm-hmm. So the Nutty Professor was, it, you know, right. well, it was the, the idea. It's where I got the first idea of it. I was so young when I saw it, maybe maybe six. Was I don't Terry know. Lewis but, difficult? Yes. He was with you? He's complicated. Yeah, he I get really that loved me, and he he thought of me like a son, and he treated me like he was my father. Mm-hmm. So he he would uh, trust me and and let me know things that explained why he was complicated. We don't have enough time for me to sure. really go into it, but basically Jerry got into this habit of compartmentalizing things as a coping me- mechanism. Right, he couldn't stand losing the dystrophic uh, patients the, the, oh, the, MD, the yeah the uh, that were on the just, posters with yes. him you know that would right. he'd become so close with them and he truly loved them they truly were like his kids and they uh, and they passed away inevitably they did you know every year this would happen so he started he he convinced himself that the only way he could go forward was to kind of put those feelings in a box and a compartment and put it over on the side yeah. where he didn't have to deal with it. And he started doing that with a lot of things in his life. Right. And it became where Jerry's world sometimes wasn't the real world. You know, like, for example, let's put all the years after 1967 in a box and put them <laughs> away. That becomes tough when you're with a guy who thinks it's 1967. On some level, he really believed that, no, this is going to be the same way that it was in 67. I'm the biggest star on the planet. We're going to do those things like that. Because he he just got into that habit of doing that. So he was complicated in that way. And therefore, he could be difficult. But with me, you know, he treated me so well. And he really loved what I was doing with the character. And we had this mutual respect. I mean... My respect for his, sure. for him, give me a break. That was, uh, that was, of course. Let me ask you a question, your genre of music, which is a big band of swing. Right. That's essentially, I mean, that's your thing. 
Did you ever try? A, you ever tried country western? You ever do rock when you were in high school? Were you in a rock band? Rock. And I've tried rock. It's it, like, it's like imagine a, a Bill Murray parody of rock and roll, <laughs> and that's that's what it sounds like when I'm trying to do rock and roll. I'm it just doesn't fit me. Right. You know, it just isn't my thing, and. Uh, uh, so, but, you know, and, and there's uh, my bass player uh, thinks I, I can sing it okay, but it's just not really my bag. How do you stay so thin? You haven't, you, you're not any heavier than... The same than exact weight he was. When I saw you the first oh, time. He looks exactly keep, the same. I keep moving and keep doing what I love. That's, that's all that's that's it. to it, I guess. Keep moving. That's what I got to do. I got to start moving again. Yeah, all right. You well, know, I, I don't, I would like to go to the gym. I think I'm out of shape. Oh, you should have seen his face when I saw him in the hallway. He said... Michael, where are you? And he comes around the corner and he's squinting. Like, I did. Who, you? Like, who I was just surprised because I thought you'd send somebody out. I didn't know yeah. you'd come in out oh, there. Now Jim yeah. set the, sent the fat guy out to get me. That's, I can see it. I can see it on no, his face. No, no, no. Stop I met it. Jim, he had a, he had a, I think, did you have a curly black? Uh, yeah, his brown, hair was different. Curly, yeah, yeah, dark brown dark hair, hair and a big mustache. Of course. Big curly. Oh, yeah. Like mustache. Tom Selleck, he must have. I got, yeah, I got, Tom Selleck. Yeah. I got another minute or so. Just tell us okay. about what's going on Monday at, well, at, Monday at uh, Plaza the Plaza Theater. Theater. We're, we're paying tribute to George and Ira yeah. Gershwin with an ensemble that was custom put together just for this Gershwin big band. And uh, we're paying tribute to some of the most timeless and romantic music ever written just in time for Valentine's Day. So if you're looking for a Valentine's Day celebration, That's a good come idea. to the Plaza. So sweet. Bring your date. Bring your mom. Bring bring it, the whole family course. because yeah. these are these are great the greatest songs really ever written in America. I For think. tickets, PlazaLiveOrlando.org. I guarantee it'll be a great concert. It's going to be a great concert. I hope you're going to be there. We're going to really try. We're going to see what I'm, we're going to do. Texting my husband. Thank you for stopping by. It's, Thanks for it's having great me. Seeing it's you, an man. honor, Jim. The best it really of, is. The best of luck you to you. You know I'm indebted to you for yeah. jumping my career. Even though that story knows nothing. It's not even like you're in the same <laughs> city. Like, <laughs> yeah. That introductory story. So stories. I, when oh, I, my God. When I write my, uh, my memoirs, right. you know, uh, I'll consult Jim. What is that song where this, it was raining? No, it wasn't. No, this guy made such an... I remember it well. That's what they reminded me of. This guy made such an impression on me about 25 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Thanks for dropping. Good luck on Monday. Thanks, Thanks for dropping by. You got it. Thank it's the Phillips you. File on Thank Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Chevrolet. In a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the street. By the way, when I give up the ghost and uh, head west, and yes. uh, Michael Andrew is at uh, my memorial, just make sure he tells the right story about how we met. It's time for uh, Fritz <laughs> on right. the street. What, Fritz? How are you doing today? I am doing excellent. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Don't uh, forget Fritz on the Street is brought to us in part by... It's a new year, same you, because you're already awesome thanks to eating my tasty, organic, sustainable comestibles. But there's always room for improvement. Salutations! I'm Dr. Patience McCracknuts, PhD, and I'm very excited to announce my new line of holistic snacks. Our cilantro snap pops come in four different flavors. 
pomegranate, passion fruit, red short, and jalapeno ranch. Fall back in love with yourself. All it takes is vision and a well-disciplined vending routine. The future is in your mouth with Dr. Patience McCracknuts. Coming uh, to a vending machine near you. I stepped on that. Uh, let's get this underway. Pinkman uh, took the trophy in 2017. Mm-hmm. I took the trophy in 2016. Mm-hmm. So now it's, let's it's see who wins oh. it in 2018. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I'm just going to kick back and uh, try my best to hit it out of the park. So it's a battle amongst the three of you. Fritz, what is the uh, tabulation of the score so far? In first place, we have Pinkman with 55 points. Ooh. In second place, we have Mo with 52. All right. Jim, you have 50. All right. In third place, and Jack, fourth place, 44 points. All right, there we go. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. It's okay. Bring it up there. All right, when did you ask these questions? These are asked last night at 8 uh, 8.30 p.m. Okay. And uh, I have 10 questions, five current event questions, five general trivia, uh, general knowledge trivia mm-hmm. questions. Right. So without further ado, if you think you know it, go ahead and uh, chime in for a bonus point. Question one. Which team? Philadelphia Eagles. That is correct. Oh, my ah! God. Oh! Which team? Good. That's, that is correct. That's excellent. <laughs> which Stupid team? Uh, which team beat the New England Patriots at Super Bowl 52? Jim, you are absolutely correct. The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go back to work. Wake me when you're done. That's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Out of out of eight answers, how many do you think? So the Philadelphia oh, this, Eagles. This is one of these outliers, but you know, you know. I'll go. I'm going to. Yeah. <gasps> Seven. Seven for Jim. Eight. Eight, eight. eight for Pinky. <laughs> eight for Jack and eight for Mo. Question number one with answers from the file of eight and seven. Bing, bing, bing. Here we go. Oh, Which Lord. team beat the New England Patriots at Super Bowl 52? Philadelphia Eagles. 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 The Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles. Was this the one that happened? I know it was in Philadelphia. Oh, no. the Eagles. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, although when I woke up this morning, I didn't remember who won. That's what? Right. <laughs> oh, I thought she was going to Yeah, me too. Jim, you are picking up one point. Everyone else picking up two. All right. Tie game. Question mm. number two. In Jim, se- Natalie Wood. That is incorrect. Oh, for God's sake. I'm just trying. <laughs> Question two. In 1789, what document officially replaced the Articles of Confederate Pinkman? Constitution. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew in, that one. in 1789, <laughs> like, what document officially replaced the Articles of Confederation? Pinkman got that one right. Out of eight answers, Pinky, how many do you think said the U.S. Constitution? Oh, heck. Ooh. Six. That's what they all say. Oh, heck. Six for Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Articles of Anybody Confederation. Anybody five. five for yeah. Jack. Five for me. Five for Mo. Mm-hmm. Five. Five for Jim. With answers of five and six from the file. In 1789, no what document officially replaced the Articles of Confederation? Um, the Constitution? No idea. Uh, the Constitution. <laughs> the Constitution? U.S. Constitution. 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 Damn. Constitution. I'll be damned. Seven. Seven. Um, I think, I think, I mean, uh, what else what? could it be if it's not the U.S. Constitution? The, oh, no. I thought they were going to say the Declaration right. of Independence. Magna Carta. Or, so Pink, Pinkman is picking up one Magna point Carta. on that one. I heard that. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it could have been anything. Okay. Pinkman picking up one point on that one. Oh, Question yeah. three. Wait, again? 
A yeah. second point. Yeah, yeah, just the one point. Because I got okay. the bonus, and then... Okay. And then you got one for the guest. Yes. Come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Question I got three. Okay. Mind-melding with you. Last Jim. week. Oh, that's oh, not man. much of a clue, is it? Last <laughs> week. It's either that or that. Amtrak. That is incorrect. Damn it! Last week, it was revealed whom would be playing the late Mr. Rogers in Pinkman. a... Moira. Pinkman. Tom Hanks. That is correct. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn, Pinkman. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yes. even know that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, bro. <sighs> Must have been out that day. <laughs> Last week, it was revealed whom would be playing the late Mr. Rogers in a film biopic. Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Mr. Everyman Tom Hanks? Wow. Five. Wow. Five for Pinky. Ooh. Four. Four for Moira. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Sure. Sure what? Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, a zero. Yeah, okay. I guess. There we with, go. With answers of four and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. Last week, it was revealed whom would be playing the late Mr. Rogers in a film biopic. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I don't know. The old guy from X-Men is <laughs> my guess. Um, Tom Hanks? I have no idea. Tom Hanks. No clue. Five. Uh, no clue, guys. Back. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bane of our existence. Yeah, no clue. Pinkman, no clue. Jack, and Jim each picking up two points. Mo picking up one. Not anymore. Where are we? Uh, that was three, so we got uh, seven more. All right. Uh, let's uh, fire another one here. Because I think it. I know the answer. Question oh. four. Yeah. Jim. Raya. Jim Frazier. That is incorrect. Damn oh, <laughs> nice. Raya and Titan are satellites of which planet? Jack. Saturn. Saturn. That is correct. Good job, Jim. Wow. Nice. Did you just guess? Or you just... Yes, that was a guess. Ah! Yes, <laughs> still a good job, though. So what? Wow. It's always good. Just come up with a planet. Yeah. That's good. You're yeah, supposed to say, oh, I knew that. Yeah. Raya. Is that a Fraser? Raya. Yeah. yeah. Raya and Titan are satellites of which planet? Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Saturn? Five. Four. Five for Jack. Four for Jim. Three. Three for Mo. Two. Two for Pinkman. Okay. Yeah. Question four with answers of two, three, four, and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, Rhea and Titan are satellites of which planet? Okay, then Jupiter. Saturn. Saturn. Jupiter. 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 Earth. Two. What a. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what a dip. <laughs> That Who person's a dip. Pinkman's picking up two, and Moe's picking up one. Oh, good job. Mm. You want to take a break now? Mm. Yeah. What, I got six to one go? More. Yeah, one six more. to go. I got one more to go. Okay, dokey. Question five. <laughs> Detectives. <Jim>. Son <laughs> of a gun. Natalie Wood. That is correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Mind meld. Oh. Should have made the answer Robert Wagner. Detectives have announced Robert Wagner is a person of interest in the reopened drowning death of which actress? Jim, you got that one right. Yeah. Natalie Wood out of eight answers. How many other people do you think know Natalie Wood? I don't know. I think a lot of people know now. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Six. Six for four. Four, four for Mo and four for Pinkman with answers of four, five, and six from the file. Detectives uh, have announced Robert Wagner uh, is a prime suspect in the reopened drowning death of which actress? Natalie Wood. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Natalie Wood. No clue. I have no idea. No clue. I don't know. Natalie Wood. Three. Three. All right. Oh, jeez. So Pinkman no and Mo clue. each picking up one point. All right, let's take a little break. we got five to go. That is correct. All right, five to go. Fritz on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions.
is Fritz on the Street. Back to Fritz on the Street, of course, brought to us in part by... The thrill of first playing catch. Your first hit, the crack of the bat, the smell of the grass and American pie. Baseball tugs at the heartstrings, don't it? I'm Coach Murky Murphy, and you might be thinking this. You gave up on baseball, but baseball never gives up on you. Allow me to invite you to Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League. Join in the active lifestyles of other restless, highly competitive senior citizens like yourself. Enjoy yourself as you shag fly balls and teach other old men how to develop soft hands playing up the middle. Our baseball league is named after Lucky Sullivan, who played first base for his beloved boiler yard milk cows the day he could. He signed up and played, literally, for the rest of his life. Pickup games are also available in the form of a player needing emergency surgeries or other health-related complications. There are only 19 weeks without baseball. Join Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League today and start reliving your childhood. Woo! Okay. Right, let's get back to Fritz on the street. Five more questions to go. That is correct. There we go. I think I, I think I'm 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 on a I'm on a warm streak. It's not hot, but it's it's getting there. <laughs> All right, there I go. got two burners on. Here it's, we go. It's a little hotter than tepid. Yeah. Question Jim. six. Mm. You didn't even let him say this. <laughs> no, because I'm thinking. <laughs> Dow Jones. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh damn it! Sorry. <laughs> Question six. Topping charts from 1974 to 1982. Which band had hits with the songs Fernando and S.O.S. Jack Moira. Jack Abba. That is correct. Oh, for God's sake. Moira, you didn't even I'm know that? Slow. How, I how totally did you not know that. Abba, Mo? I knew that. You are so <laughs> Abba. I'm too slow. Even I'm so I knew slow. that. Abba is so you. I'm so, it is. Stupid Dow Jones. Tag <laughs> S.O.S. God, so many, so many great songs. So uh, many. Uh, so, Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Abba? Ooh, no clue. Fernando. Yeah. Oh, sorry, what? Let's go. Someone's going to screw it up. I'm going to go... And that, no, millennial. Can you repeat the question again for Please. all of us? Absolutely. Please. Topping charts from 1974 to 1982, which band had hits with the songs Fernando and S.O.S.? Oh, wow. Yeah, so many. I don't, I, you, know. you know, I'm going to go... I'm playing low. I'm going four. Four for Jack. Five. Five for Five me, for yes. Pink That's Man and Moira. Heck. Yeah, five. Five for Jim. I wanted to go six. I'll go five. All right, give, uh, me, give it three. Questions. No. <laughs> question six with three. <gasps> with answers of four and five three. from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh, I'll take four now. Someone's picking up points. Topping charts from 1974 to 1982. Which band had hits with the songs Fernando and SOS? Nope, nope. On that one. No clue. Uh-oh. ABBA. ABBA. ABBA? ABBA. The Beatles? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Yes. Four. Four. I love my no clue guy. So, uh, so Jack's picking up two. There's Ever. one in there. Uh, yeah, it's, no clue. No there's clue. Two. That person has no clue about anything Many of at all. <laughs> no clue. No, what did he know? He knew something. There he had an eight out of eight last week. I forget what all it was. Right, yeah, I don't know. Okay, Jack's right. picking up two. Everyone Stupid else is picking up one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I repeat a couple points. Yeah. Question yeah. seven. Yeah, I'm ready. Dead Jim. at the. John Mahoney. That is incorrect. Oh, damn it. good damn guess. It. Where damn else are you going to go? Yeah, Where else guess. are you going to go with that one? <laughs> Dead at the age of 77, John Mahoney was probably known as Jack Frazier. Frazier's correct. Yes! I said my name first. I, it, you did not. Was yes, I did. I, it's I, I, so I hard to be a little clearer. You. you gotta search yourself. Uh, I didn't even hear you, Pinkman. It's so hard this to try to worst. figure that out. Turn your mic on. Dead at the age of 77. Oh, 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 nice. Did you kill his mic? 
No, no, I you killed that. his mic. That's so wrong. Thank you. Oh, I, that's that a is great so idea. Rude. Oh, I could do that to all of you. Oh, that yes. is smart. Oh, you, all of you. Oh, oh no, oh, that's oh, all of you guys. God, wait, wait, go. Hey, Boyer, mic check. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, what do you think? Dead at the age of 77, John Mahoney was prominently known for portraying Martin Crane in which oh, U.S. sitcom? Damn. Jack, eight answers. How many knew Frasier? You went last night? Yep. Oh, and he died yesterday? He died Maybe yesterday. Oh, Frasier. Yeah. Well, Martin Crane is a good guess, don't yeah. you think? Oh, I mean, that's a good hint. If Four. You know Frasier Crane. Yeah. Four for Jack. Six. 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 Five. Five. Man, Stop six it. for Mo. I'll go five. Five <laughs> for Jim. Give me four. Give me four. <laughs> Question on, seven with answers uh, of four, five, and six from the file. Dead oh, at the age three. of 77, John seven. Mahoney three. was prominently known for portraying Martin Crane in which U.S. sitcom? No clue. There he is. I don't know. Frazier. Hmm. One more. One more. I don't know. Seinfeld. Oh, Frazier's dad. Yes. Kramer? That's um, three. Hold on. The show wasn't called Frazier's dad. It was called Frazier. Yeah, he said Frazier. Yeah, he said Frazier. He said, oh, Frazier's mm-hmm. dad. Um, Jack, okay. you're picking up one point? Yep. Yeah, that could be. You know, I want. What? Hey, let's they not attack. Time. This kid works very hard on this game. Let's not Fine. attack him. The question again, please. Dead at the age of 77, John Mahoney was prominently known for portraying Martin Crane in which U.S. sitcom? Aha. Uh-huh. I Frazier's rest my dead. case. Mm-hmm. If he asked that, you chimed in early and said Frazier's daddy would have given you the point and that you would have accepted Probably it. Probably correct, gladly. but I didn't get the point. So, all right, okay. You're not losing. How many more do we have to go? Because I've got a couple. I've got a couple here. Okay, we have three. Three to go. Uh, yes, and would you like to? I mean, I can tell you which ones will be current events. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go right now. Question eight. Yeah. What is? Jim. What is the Dow Jones? That is incorrect. Damn it. Question eight. What is the capital of China? Moira. Pinkman. Beijing. Beijing is correct. Ooh, I blanked okay, out for a second. That's four I got that I good. That's so wrong. What's wrong? What's I don't wrong? know. Well, Beijing pissed. is the capital no, of China. Uh, no, that's true. My voice travels faster. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Pink Pinkman. Out of eight answers, how many do you think knew Beijing was the capital you know, of China? That would be a shocker if your voice actually traveled faster than anything. <laughs> Five. It's the only thing about him that's fast. Sure. My luck. It's that low that. frequency, Mo. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, what was your answer? Five. You said five? I'm going. I'm going. Uh, what are you doing, Jack? Come on. Do they even know another city? Is a question. I've got points three in a row with four. I'm going with four again. Four for Jack. Yeah, I think could, it's low. I think it's low though. They could say. Hong oh, I'm Kong. swinging for the fences. I'll go seven. Seven. Six for, for me. And six for Mo. Oh God. Question eight with answers of four, five, six, and Hong seven. Hong Kong is in China. Nah. <laughs> four, five, six, and seven from the file. Bing, Bing, Bing. Oh! Someone's getting two. <laughs> what is the capital of China? Beijing. Beijing. Beijing, uh, Hong Kong, Bangkok, Bangkok, Jesus Christ, Beijing, Beijing. <laughs> five, five on, 
please. Jesus what? Christ. Uh, finally, that Nimrod <laughs> came up on. with something, and they said, Bangkok? No clue. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. Seriously. Really, right. Seriously? Uh, that's what Okay, John Mahoney, Frazier, uh, Generational. It's the capital of China. China, Jim, China. China. Uh, let's see. Pinkman's picking up two points. Jack and Mo picking up one uh, each. I, I got one I'm going to throw out there. Okay, I ready? I can do it. Yeah. All right, here we go. go yeah. Question nine. Yeah. Last Jim. week, Jim. Amtrak. That's incorrect. Damn Ooh. it. Last week, the GOP declassified a memo Jack alleging. Jack Moira. Jack. FBI. Incorrect. Mo. Oh, you're not going to give me any more? Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin Nunes. That is correct. Uh-huh. Wow, Leslie good job. Mo. I don't know. I just pulled her out of my ass. Yep. I don't care. Okay, good. Full question. Last Whew. week, the GOP declassified a memo alleging abuse of powers at the FBI and DOJ, authored by which House Intelligence Committee chairman? Mo, you got that oh, one oh, correct. Oh. Out of eight Come answers, on, how many knew Devin Nunes or Nunes or, you know, Nunez, I guess would. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Noons. Uh, yeah, noons. Yeah, they say noons. Uh, no, noons is fine. They say noons okay, or nuns. Nunnies. It's fine. Not nuns. Nunnies. What if they say nuns, I think that's okay. Right, what if fine. they say Fraser's dad? <laughs> yeah, Nunez's dad. How many? Come on. Uh, uh, two. Two. Oh, I was going to say that. One. One for Pinkman. Three. Three for Jack. Mm-hmm. I think you're safe. Two. You're two safe for there. Jim. Yeah. Question nine with, with answers of one, two, and three no, from no, the no file. Big, no big. Last week, yes. the no. GOP declassified a memo bitch. alleging abuse of powers Could at the zero. FBI and DOJ, Four. authored by which House Intelligence Committee chairman? Nunes. Nunes. Yes. What? <laughs> what questions are these? Mueller. Haas. Nunes. Wow. No clue. Oh, that guy. Okay, stop asking him questions. He's so he's He's so not helpful. It's so not. But he's not helpful. He's a sweetheart. I like him. Yeah, never lose him. Uh, Jack, you are picking up one point on that (laughs) one. Thank you. Last question. Really, we're done with him. Last one. Question ten. Yeah. Jim. No, I'm not ready. (laughs) To question ten to protest Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans, Marlon Brando declined. Jim. Academy Award. That is incorrect. Marlon Brando declined his Academy Award-winning performance for which movie? Jack. Nope. Jack? On the waterfront. That is incorrect. Pinkman. Pinkman? Mm. The Godfather. That is correct. Mm. You got that one, Pinkman. To protest I Hollywood's guess. portrayal of Native Americans, Marlon Brando declined his Academy Award-winning performance for which movie? It was mm. The Godfather. Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many do you think said The Godfather? I feel like that's going to be a lot of people's go-to. Yeah. Uh, six. Six for Pinkman. Four. Four. Five. Oh, five for Jim. Four has been so good to me today. (laughs) I'm going four. Four for Jack. Question 10 with answers of four, five, and six from the file. Last question. To protest Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans, Marlon Brando declined his Academy Award winning performance for which movie? The Godfather. I don't know. This person is. Island of Dr. Moreau. See? Sweetheart Named Desire is what I'm sticking with. Nope. No clue. People, idiot. Well, no, I, idiot. I think it's apocalypse now, and it's not right. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Pass. What? <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. Seriously. Okay, seriously. The guy didn't know one of the ten questions. Did he know one of the ten questions? No clue. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a sweetheart, though. He gets yeah. Hong Kong. No clue. No clue. 
He's a sweetheart. No clue. It doesn't matter. Show up next Monday and fight him. I love him. Yeah, Bo. Oh my God! Is that it? That's it. It's over. Thank God, it's it. That's Fritz on the street. It's over. Oh my God! This game. Oh, Jim. No Amtrak question. Amtrak. God bless America. Dreamers. That's a good one too. Daka. Daka. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what are we up to? Okay, here we go. All right, I got it all. Jim, sorry you had the worst day of all of us all right. with your new um, strategy System, of yeah. chiming in. Busting you had out with... six today. Yeah, okay. uh, Moira had eight points today. I had 12, and Pinkman had 15. 15 oh, yeah. points. Oh, my God. Pinkman retains a lead and really expands it to a 10-point lead. Pinkman now has 70 points. Moyer's in second place with 60 points. Ooh. Jim, you and I are now tied with 56. All right, there you go. Feels good, man. How about a streak? Thanks, Fritz. Good job every Tuesday. Fritz on the street on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. There is now a pop-up wedding license bureau in the Las Vegas airport. Yeah, no. So you can make sure your bad decisions last forever. Next, a woman whose mom reported her missing turned up on the latest season of The Bachelor. Sure. I bet Chris Harrison put her up to this to boost ratings. You're not fooling anyone, Chris. Finally, a Massachusetts congressman lost a bet and had to wear an eagle's helmet to a hearing. Oh how the mighty have fallen. Brady has not just let down his team, but the whole world. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you get to bring Fritz on the street with you wherever you go if you download that app on your phone right now. You can hear all the shows on Real Radio in addition to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. It's super easy. All you have to do right now is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio.
By the way, uh, Michael Andrew of the Gershwin Big Band on Monday at the Plaza Live Theater on Bundy. You want some tickets, and I would recommend that you get some. This guy's a great entertainer. PlazaLiveOrlando.org. He has teamed with uh, one of the Gershwin family members to put this show together. He's on tour, as a matter of fact, going to be down in Palm Beach and then in Orlando Monday and all, all over, over the place. All over the U.S., yep. And uh, he's a great entertainer. He's a great, uh, he's a great singer, and he's a great band leader. Big band on stage Monday at the Plaza Live. That is a mic. Let me get it right now. Uh, PlazaLiveOrlando.org for, uh, for tickets. Should be a good time. And thanks to Michael for coming in earlier this afternoon. He's a seen him. haven't seen him in a long time. He doesn't look any different. Nope. God's cruel joke. And the story of how you met was so on target. (laughs) (laughs) He had a whole different (laughs) movie in his head, and you had a movie in your head, and none of it was right. It was hysterical. No, we met at this place. No, we met at the Jazz Fest. No, we met here. No, I introduced you. No, I sat at the bar. No, I didn't. It was hysterical. That was the funniest thing ever. It sounded like it could have been a Martin and Lewis routine. It was so funny. (laughs) No, it was that you were like Maurice Chevalier. No, I And Hermione Gingold. Yes, and everybody remembers who they are. All right, are. well, yes, I remember well. They were talking. Oh. It was a song that was oh. out where they were telling the story of their meeting, and none of it was the same. Funny, though. Funny, funny. Well, funny. if I can track down Leslie Brewington, I, she I, will tell the story. <clears throat> All righty, then. Because we did a fanny bump right before that. Oh. I can even tell you what I was wearing. Oy vey. What were you wearing? I was wearing a shirt. <laughs> And I was wearing trousers. Well, that's good. At least you were wearing pants. Mm-hmm. But he was, uh-huh. he was correct. I had a mustache at the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and a lot more hair. Dark and it was hair. brown. Yes, indeed. So there you go. Today we miss birthdays because of that phenomenal launch of the Falcon oh, yeah. Heavy. So that cool. was absolutely terrific. Was I mean, I was, uh, I, I kept trying to remember to ask, watch the network news at 630. I wanted to see if they led with that story mm. or probably led with. Dow Jones a little bit back on track, but boy, that was a remarkable, that launch was beautiful, and the coverage was wonderful, even, I got jazzed up about it. Yeah, that's basic. And the return of the rocket boosters, two at the same time. On land at Canaveral Air Force Station. It's like like an old science fiction movie, coming in up, you know, rear end first. Terrific. Jim, they land on yeah, their take feet that like Russia. that. Yeah. Think you can do that, Russia? Yeah. Can't do yeah. that, North Korea. Uh-huh, in your face. We're American. Well, Thank you, not. Elon Musk. He's, I think he's Canadian, maybe South African or something. That doesn't well, matter. Uh, no, I know. America first. Uh, listen. Uh, well, a lot of Americans are hired because of Elon Musk. Happy, happy birthday today to uh, Axel Rose. Axel Rose, believe it or not, is now 56 years old. He is 56. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm back in the mud. I'm back uh, in. Okay. Uh, By the uh, way, it was holding one in reserve. Jim. time. Jim. Pink. Oh, spitting out the cough. Moira, cough drop. Uh, Happy, happy (laughs) birthday today to uh, another singer extraordinaire, Rick Astley. Never gonna give, never gonna give. (laughs) Never gonna give you up, Jim. Rick Astley, how old is he? Disco king. Believe it or not, he's now 53 years old. She seems shocked, but I thought that was ballpark. I'm gonna go with 61. Nope. Double nickel, 55. Jim, 52. Thank you. Way to go, Pinkman. Okay, I have two, actually, two more. Mike Farrell uh, from MASH. It was uh, B.J. Honeycutt. B.J. Honeycutt. Honeycutt? Honeycutt something? Yeah. Honeycutt. Money. uh, Mike Farrell. Believe it or not. Mike. He is now 74 (gasps) years old. Oh, please. He's 74. 
Whatever. Seven, you, give that, you can't give him that look. Yeah, you no. give him a look. Well, that's the what same look, look she gave when you were one off. So now I'm totally confused. 76? And Jim said what? 74. I don't yeah. think he's that old. Jim said what? You're trapping me. I'm trapped. You're 75. trapped. 75. Pinkman, 79. Oh, uh, yeah. He's older. <laughs> <laughs> 79, BJ Honeycutt. Yes. The final one that I wrote down, just in case we had a tiebreaker, was Rip Torn. <laughs> Men in Black, points. I had to write it down just because. That ripped. Who went first? Who who got the first? Oh, I guess that's me. Oh, go ahead. He's probably now uh, who? Seventy-two. Nope. She just went. Wait. She just gave up. Did he die? He died, didn't he? I thought Rip Torn was dead too, but I'll still guess. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I better check. Rip Torn is now. I have I have an age here for him. Eighty-one. Oh, yeah, I think that's low. I do. You do? But I can't stop going in between. Come on. 79. Oh, Who's high? It's I 87. Am. I told Thank you you were yeah. low. He's still ah. alive. He's still alive. He's 87. Oh, happy, happy him. birthday. God, they bust him for drunk driving or whatever, and his career just stopped. Is he the one? I think so. He's yeah. not the one who would throw the confetti. That's, no. That's Rip Taylor. That's Yes. I always get those. I do, yeah, too. I, I always have to think. I have to ask always. I always is think he Rip the one? Torn is the one with, uh, with the confetti yeah. and the bad wig. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mustache. Mm-hmm. He's still alive, too. Yeah, I don't know about that. Rip, Rip Taylor. Taylor. I think Rip Taylor's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe so. Rip Van Winkle. He nope. must be 88. He's 83. Thank you. Yeah, whatever. Mm. What's over 80? That's the picture. I, that's who. Right? Yeah. yeah. Terrible wig. Is it Hollywood Squares, The Gong Show? What was he on? Rip Taylor? Yeah, Rip Taylor. Yeah, the gong Brady show. Bunch. The Gong Show, wasn't it? Yeah. Wayne's World 2. He was on a lot of like. Truth or consequences, or to tell the truth, or a lot of game shows from that era. I don't know which ones, but something. All right, good enough. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Let's play some PPT. Mm-hmm. Person, oh, place, oh. or thing. Of course, there's that infamous, or I should say famous, mm. PPT, person, place, or uh, thing music. The shadow mm-hmm. of your smile, Jim. We have our contestants. I need one more contestant to play Ooh, this game. One more. But as we wait for that contestant, Mr. Pinkman has the prize. That's right. And today it is a pair of tickets to see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live on March 17th. You can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right, there we go. Let's get it underway. Pinkman will try to find another contestant. Hmm. Eric, you're first up, so you need to pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, let's do a person today, Jim. Let's do a person. I agree with you. I think that would be good. Thanks to Brad Thanks, for this Brad. category. Thank you, Brad. <clears throat> Here we go. Clue number one. Oh, one Mississippi, uh, this southern man traces his ancestry to Native Americans. Hmm. One Mississippi, then it goes dot, dot, dot. This southern oh. man traces his ancestry to Native Americans. I would say uh, by looking at him, you'd never... You wouldn't I don't know want to that. deal in stereotypes or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't go like you. What? Oh, you he's go, what? Ma- what? I can only say uh, Mark Twain. Other than that, I have no Mark idea. Twain. Okay, nah, give me a clue. The, uh, this person's still alive. Mm. What? What? Uh, mm. uh, uh, Polly Shore. I no Polly Shore. Okay, Shore. we'll give it a shot. You know, <laughs> that's your final answer. That's <laughs> no, not Polly Shore. Well, that's as good as any. Tried. I guess at least he didn't take no clue. All right, here's, uh, let's uh, go to Beth, because she's pretty good at this. Beth, you uh-huh. get clue number two, okay? 
Okie dokie. All right, Beth, uh, this person is in a Hall of Fame for his larger-than-life accomplishments. One Mississippi, this southern man traces his ancestry to Native Americans. And I might add, if you looked at him, you'd go, what? Really? What? I'm going to just go because I love this man, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, it's not Morgan Freeman. Thank you, Beth. Jack trying to figure out what he would do to make the show better. This is uh, not a person of color. Here is uh, Larry. Ready to play, Larry? White guy? I'm sorry? What do I play? Yeah, you ready to play? Oh, I'm ready to play, yes. Okay, Larry, here's clue number three. He earned a teaching degree with an emphasis in special education and served as a leader and mentor. I'll give you the other clues. Uh, This southern man traces his ancestry to Native Americans. He is in a Hall of Fame for his larger-than-life accomplishments. Your clue, he earned a teaching degree. I didn't know this. He earned a teaching degree with an emphasis in special education and served as a leader and mentor. He is a uh, white man. Hmm. He's not a man of color. I have a... My guess is ridiculous. It's Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. That's your final answer? Well, do I get a lifeline? Nope. No, but I'll give you another uh, shot. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, you're very yeah, kind. I'll give Look you an idea because yeah, it's not Gene that was Hackman. A stinky yeah, I'll just give you yeah. another shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a white guy. It's yeah, a white well, guy, uh, southern man, southerner. traces his ancestry to Native Americans, and if you saw his face, you go, what? Uh, he's, in, he's, in a hall, he's a Hall of Famer. For his larger-than-life accomplishments, this I didn't know. He he earned a teaching degree with an emphasis in special education. I didn't know that. Oh, it's uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, okay. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, it's not Keanu Reeves, but uh, nice try anyway. (laughs) I liked his confidence, though. I just like... Keanu Reeves. Oh, it's Keanu Reeves. Oh, I know now. Yeah, it just came to me. It's Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Got that right. Here's uh, Anthony. Ready to play, Anthony? I'm swinging. We'll go. All right. Here you go. (laughs) What? Listen closely. Clue number four. We're getting, you know, close to some giveaways here. A close friend of Coach Doug Peterson. He addressed the Eagles on the eve of the Super Bowl. Which I watched none of. Hold on. Let me give you the other clues because I need need to fill some time. Mm, He's a southern guy. Traces his ancestry to Native Americans. He's a Hall of Famer for his larger-than-life accomplishments. Earned a teaching degree with an emphasis in in special education. Close friend of Coach Doug Peterson. He addressed the Eagles on the eve of the Super Bowl. Mm. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's not Willem Dafoe. We move on to is Anthony the last player. Yes. I think it no, takes Tyler. It Tyler, sorry. Oh, Tyler? All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, ready? Yes, I am, Jim. All right, Tyler. <laughs> now, here we go, son, because I've got a common bond. This is the last clue. <clears throat> if you don't get it right away, I'll repeat the other clues. You have, no, you have no lifeline or anything like that. Here's the common bond. Clue number five for this person. Common bond. Nike. Snapper? Is it Snapper or Snapple? What's Snapper? A lawnmower? They might have, so, uh, they still around? I don't know. Neither do I. Well, it's All either right. Snapper or Snapple. Okay. Nike? <laughs> Prolosec? <laughs> Prolosec? Prolosec. MasterCard? Mm. Wrangler? And Copperfit? 
a common bond that uh, mm. should uh, be, should uh, signify who this, who this person is. Yep. It's a giveaway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. Did all those ads, I guess. I don't know either. Uh, Donald Trump. Okay. No, nope. Donald Trump. I mean, come on, please. Seriously. He didn't do those ads. Who did all those ads? Prilosec and... you have any idea, Mo? No. Really? At first, I thought it was... Who? The friend of Doug Pease. Isn't he Say it co- out loud. Bradley Cooper? No, it's not Bradley <gasps> Oh, not Cooper. Bradley Cooper. But I thought it was a friend. You went through all five, right? What? Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's five. right. Get the clues again. Texters have it. All right, yeah. hold on. Okay, try again. Uh, see if somebody, clear those lines, see if anybody else wants to come on mm. board. Right. Well, they probably already know the answer, so. Mm. Though that doesn't make any sense, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at yourself some more. <laughs> so we'll give it to let's, a text. Let's finish the show that way. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs> now they call him, well, of course they know the answer now. Yeah. How would they know now? Well, because they've had enough time to put it Oh, they Googled it, maybe. Southern what? man traces his ancestry to Native Americans. Say what? What? We had, one texter had it before your final clue, if you really? want to give it to them. Yeah, yeah we'll give it to them. <clears throat> Mo, do you have any idea? Mm-mm. All right, let me see. A touch football ad for Wrangler jeans. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Oh, yep. okay. Come Is on, it, Mo. Yes. Is it Peyton Manning or Eli Manning? One of the Mannings? Uh, yeah. no. No, you're on the right track. Yeah, Long it's somebody who does the ad. Moira. Along comes Polly. Mm, no. This oh, person said about Mary. he would about never Mary. let his sons, if he has any, play football. Mm. Mm. Nope. No. Don't get her away. Con. Let her work it. Let her work it. Is he a is he a sportscaster? I think I would th- I, I would think of like a Cajun kind of pronunciation of a word because you're looking at a name and you can't quite, it looks like you mm-hmm. pronounce it one way, but it's not pronounced that oh. way. Crawdad. Yes. Really? Joe Crawdad. <laughs> the Hall of Famer, Joe, Joe Crawdad. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer? I said he's, oh, in, Hall of he's in a Hall of Fame for his larger-than-life accomplishments. Joe Namath. <gasps> no. Oh, is he a quarterback? Yes. Okay. Former quarterback. Oh, well, mm-hmm. All right. Is he... Oh, and he's a friend of the- Recently discussed the concussion issue. Would not let his children play football. He was in a Wrangler jeans ad. Mm-hmm. They were playing touch football mm-hmm. with a bunch of guys that looked like they never played football in their life, even touch football. Quarterback, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, is it Terry Bradshaw? Uh, no. She's not good at this I'm not, game. no. I'm naming quarterbacks. I only I can think of. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Frankly, my dear, I think I'll build a dam. Oh, can we is it, m- narrow it down to a state of on. Wisconsin? I, I got a name here, Clark, Wisconsin. Gable. <laughs> frankly, my frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It's Clark Gable. Yeah. Green Bay played the character, Rhett Butler. Yeah, close. Rhett. Oh, Brett Favre. There you go. Uh, All right, hey, let's sing oh, along, yeah. everybody. In London town. Hey, yeah. Had me low. Yeah, had me low. And it had me down. Really, really down. I viewed the morning <laughs> with great alarm. Yeah, alarm. British Museum. I lost its charm. Two, three, four. How long, I wonder, could this thing last? Well, the age of miracles hadn't passed. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Through foggy London town, the sun was shining everywhere. Got that right, Daddy O. 
Michael Andrew oh, and the Gershwin Big Band Monday mm-hmm. at the Plaza Theater on Bumbeat for tickets. Plaza Live Orlando. Dot org. He puts on a great show, guaranteed. That's it for us. Busy day today. Thanks to everybody. Oof. Uh, Daryl Payne with Perfection for mm. dropping by. Certainly Michael Andrew for dropping by. Fritz on the street. We appreciate that uh, very much. Let's get out of here tomorrow. The file returns. A Wednesday edition. Very busy as well. Shot Doctor, Scott Maxwell, among other things. We get another way at three right after the news junkie with Sabrina and Sea Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Stay tuned for your chance to win that fantastic trip. And this Friday, make plans to join Carlos uh, for a monster meetup at Ember.